Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Listen up. The ratings just came in for last month. We are number one. We just grabbed every key demographic. Super duper. That's nice. Way to go. Neato game. Yes, boy. That is good news. Be so horny. My first time living alone, too. That's that's like exciting stuff, living alone, you know? I got I to, gotta like, pay rent all by myself, you know? I was like, wow, who am I? My dad, you know? <laughs> Paying rent. You know how much my rent is for this tiny little apartment? It's, it's exactly $1,000. That's my rent. I know that's not like a, a lot. But it stressed me out. Everyone's looking at me like, that's super reasonable. Why are you? <laughs> Who cares? But it stressed me out, man. I don't, it's not even the amount that's stressing me out. I think it's just, it's the word thousand. I never thought that word would have a place in my life. A thousand. It's such a grand, it's like a king's word. A thousand. A thousand good men and a thousand horses. You're like, whoa, are there even that many horses? Whoa. I feel like I've seen like five horses in my life. And a couple of those were deer. My rent is a thousand, a king's thousand. I gotta write my checks in cursive. I had to relearn cursive to move into this place. To write 1,000 on my checks in perfect Elizabethan cursive. Never did get that Z. Never learned that, that cursive five hump bushel grapes, whatever that cursive Z was. Never got that down. Then I find out there's not even a Z in thousand. I've been spelling thousand wrong this whole time too. Fool I am. I live alone. I shouldn't live alone. I live alone. I'm going to choke on something and die. Grew up in the sticks in Maine. Halloween, that was great. Trick-or-treating my ass. The houses are five miles apart. It's like running a marathon with a costume on. Every couple of miles there's a guy with a cup of water with some M&Ms in it. Keep running, Batman. Keep running. People from Maine will tell you that they're telling you. You notice that? Gee, it's pretty cold out there tonight. I'm telling you. <laughs> well, yeah. You're looking at me and everything. I hope you're telling me. Everybody in Maine has a truck, too. We have a truck, or we know someone that has a truck. That's right. Anybody in this room can have a truck down here in five minutes if we needed one. I could say, I gotta move this microphone stand. Well, I'll go get my brother's truck. They gotta tell you what kind of truck their brother had. My brother got a four two fifty Lariat half ton Chevy with the whoop of him house on the sidewalker. Oh, I'm telling you. Minnesota Vikings, that's a first down. Woo! 
Cousins under center, hands to Latavius, shoots to the left, gets to the 15, stiff arm at the 10, 5, touchdown! Latavius Murray with a 21-yard touchdown, and the Vikings have taken the lead. That was freaking crazy. Vikings start with a nickel defense against Rosen, who's under center. Puts Christian Kirk in motion to the backfield. He'll hand it to David Johnson to the left side. Angles to the right. He dropped the ball, and the Vikings recovered it. It is a fumble, and the Vikings recovered it at the 31-yard line. Yes, they did! Now hurry up! A 37-yard drive between the hash marks for Bailey. Six of eight on field goals this season. Snap, spot, kick is up, and it is good. I got you on video. Hand off David Johnson. Hey, stuck in his head, and he didn't get it. It's Xavier Rhodes. Rhodes, the first one to get him. Then the UCLA linebackers, Kendricks and Barr, finished him. And the Vikings turn over the Cardinals on downs. It was a goal line stand. Is that Charlie? Cousins goes back to pass. Big rush again via blitz. Ball's knocked away by the Cardinals. And it's picked up by Buda Baker. And we're in trouble. 20-15-10 touchdown Arizona. 35-yard defensive touchdown by the Cardinals. And it's second-year safety. Buda Baker into the end zone. 10-9 Minnesota. 30 Tenth play of the possession. Vikings two of eight on third down. Empty backfield. Three receivers left. Two right. Step on dig. Slot right. Cousins back to pass. Fires to the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Adam Thielen, you're unstoppable. You guys are doing good. Cousins out of the shotgun. He's going to fake the handoff. Angles to the right. Inside the five. Speculating that it was Weekend at Bernie's 2 related. Have they not seen that movie? That was nothing like the Weekend at Bernie's Dance. Yeah, that's not what it is. It's the dead arm dance, man. It's the dead arm dance. Yeah. Well, Kirk kind of did it when Thielen scored. He leaned back. And he did, but he was the only one doing the only lean back. One. Yeah. I loved it. I, it is a dance that I can actually emulate. I, I mean... I've got the dead arm dance because, you know, so many times you sit on your hand and, yeah, you know. You get the dead hand dance. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. You should do it at your next show. When's that? Uh, uh, Friday. Oh. Uh, that's right. Don't know what it means. It's the Power Trip Morning Show. It's Monday, October 15th, 2018. I'm Corey Cove. There's Chris Hockey. Hi, Chris. Hi there, Corey Cove. And there's Paul Meat Sauce Lambert. Hi, Sauce. Hey, babes. Uh, we are just basking in a mostly smooth victory for the Vikings over the Cardinals. Got a little dicey yeah. a couple times. The Buddha, uh, Buddha Baker touchdown, I think, scared all of us, and we felt like it was Buffalo Bills 2.0. But the Vikes came out of the box in the second half pretty hot and pulled away. Cardinals made it interesting for a second, but... They're not that good. Yeah, they're they bad. lose by 10. It did have that home game lull that all these games seem to have. 
Where like we had it obviously in hand and it was like all right. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. Yeah. It's kind of going through the motions. 17 you, point yeah. lead. Then you look up and it's then it's a 10 point lead and you're like, "All right guys, remember this isn't over yet. Uh, let's go." Hey, by the way, uh, Sauce. Yes, babe. Off-air meeting real quick. Yeah. Uh, when you're uh, playing uh, highlights after a, um, this is way more info than anybody needs to know, but just say no because I'll forget to tell you if I don't tell you. Yeah. Uh, the aux buttons have to be on or the network cannot hear the highlights. Oh, I don't know who, tur- I didn't. No, yeah, it yeah. has to do it during the games. So oh. it'll always be like that on Monday morning. Oh, sorry, And if Daddy. the elevator had worked I, and I didn't have to run the damn steps myself like a one-legged fool. You have one leg? It feels so, like it. So just for clarification, the yeah. network didn't hear the highlights, but they did hear my moose soup lady. Exactly yeah. right. You know what? That's so, it. <laughs> so, so if you're out there on the fan radio network for the last, what, three or four minutes, yeah. all you heard was about 20-second pauses <laughs> and then moose soup lady. Yeah, you heard the music go down. Come down for moose soup after. <laughs> that funny. Yeah, yeah, they, none of them heard it. Everybody in the Twin Cities right. did. They did, and everybody else in the network was going, okay, we get it. You guys think the Moose Soup Lady's funny, but could you just start yeah. the goddamn show? <laughs> or play some highlights like you normally do every Monday. Yeah, Tom. Tom, hurry up! Yeah, Come Tom. On, Tom. Yeah. I, uh, also, by the way, the 10-point uh, finish, 27-17. That's why gambling is so dangerous, and it's so much fun. That game was over in that second half lull. If you had the Cardinals plus ten and a half, which they were, I believe they actually closed at a ten point yeah. spread, which would have been a push. But you got them at ten and a half against Sox, and that half a point made you fifty bucks. Yeah, and the Gophers covered on Saturday. They did. They they played pretty goddamn well on yeah, Saturday. They oh, did, man, yeah. they should have won the game. They they should have won the game. They should have won that game. They really should have. And uh, because of all that, I've got $100 in my pocket this morning. Pretty Thank good you, weekend. Saucy. Yeah, of course. And, you know, normally I, I'm just like, you know, you know, put that towards your herpes medicine. But today I took it. I don't know why. Now you put it towards yours. That's right. Maybe well, you should it. always take it. I know I should, but sometimes I don't. And sometimes yeah. he doesn't. Sometimes we let each other go. But then, that's you know, dumb. this morning I just felt like doing the dead arm dance. Uh, Adam calls it the dead arm dance. He said that's what they used to do back in the day at Mankato State. And it looked pretty familiar because I've been at some parties where some people who can't dance do that as well. And so I like to embrace my inner, uh, well, my limitations as a dancer, I guess, i honest about. So uh, I said, well, that's a dance I can get behind. See, that's weird because Ron Johnson heard a different story in the locker room yesterday. <clears throat> is that some players saw Kirk? And again, maybe Kirk, hang on, maybe Kirk at practice was doing a dead arm dead arm dance in uh, honor of Thielen. But uh, Ron Johnson heard the story in the locker room yesterday that players spotted Kirk doing that at practice, just kind of standing off by himself, just kind of swaying his arms back and forth. Yeah, right. And they were like, what the hell is Kurt doing? He's doing the dead arm dance, baby. Is that how he dances? But maybe he had already heard about the Adam Thielen dead arm dance. Not Weekend at Bernie's 2. Hell yeah. Which was an awful film. Right, the second one is pure garbage. You have to be one of the only people that's seen it. I've seen it 40 times. That's terrible. It's awful. One, two. First one? Masterpiece. Really? Yes. Top 20 Jonathan Silverman movie of all time, for sure. One of his best. Ben Lieber's going to join at 7 o'clock. 
He'll talk uh, Vikings football with us and so much more. Then David Morgan in the 8 o'clock hour. Can't wait to ask David what it's like to try to stop Chandler Jones. He tried. Yeah. It's not easy. No. Yeah, man. It wasn't easy for anybody. He's good. He is. He does seem to be very good. Buda Baker's pretty good, too, by the way. Not just the touchdown. He made a lot of plays uh, yesterday. Yeah. Yep. I think it's weird that Kirk Cousins plays better on the road. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Pretty good win, though. There's one down. Good win. Yeah, absolutely. The Vikes got yesterday or got lucky yesterday with the uh, the Dolphins uh, without Ryan Tannehill beating the uh, Bears. That was a big win for us as well. We'll take that. I for surely thought yesterday when I heard Brock Osweiler, Osweiler was starting that it was over. They were going to win fifty to nothing. I heard you on the pregame. You made it sound uh, like it was a slam dunk. Yeah, I thought it would be. Yeah, you did a good job on the uh, on the old pregame. Thanks, man. Yeah. Oh, God, I was going to disagree with that. Oh. I don't know. He cared. You do seem to care. I do care. I like this job. Okay. All right. I am. Uh, a lot of big weeks in the Fantasy Charge Challenge. Sauce had a monster week. Chris, you had a pretty big week. I had a pretty good week, yeah. Even yeah, the yeah. Ghost had a pretty big week. Um, AJ pulls away. If, 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 if the Fantasy Charts Challenge ended today, and it doesn't, we're just through six of the 15 weeks we're doing, John Creasel would be all along on the bus coming back from Las Vegas. Creasel and right now in last place. I talked to him last night. He could care less, as he always says, and it's true. He's been through worse. <laughs> he makes me laugh. Yeah, he does. He's the best. But that would be... Oh. We talked about it yesterday. I, it just sounds awful. It's the thirty-seven hours. That's that, the that definitely sounds awful. That's awful. Did you guys watch any of the Chiefs Patriots last night? Uh, I made the mistake of watching the entire thing. Why is that a mistake? Like, that was I, a great game. I it was yeah, a good game. I, it I was. Yeah. It, well, it's late. It didn't yeah. end until like ten thirty. I hope it's the AFC Championship game. It's dynamite. Every time you thought the Patriots were going to do what the Patriots do and just kind of get up and kind of sit on a lead and play keep away, the Chiefs scored in like 13 seconds. So who won? Uh, the Patriots won by three, but the Chiefs, the, buzzer. the Chiefs, I think, scored twice on like three plays. Your guy, Kareem, had a long one. Yeah. And then Tariq Hill basically <laughs> threw one up. and Or uh, Pat Mahomes threw it up. Tariq caught it and... I mean, he's so fast. The second he got on the ground, nobody could catch him. And then some mass hole from Boston threw a beer at him. Yeah. And then, like, flipped him off. I like that phrase. Flipped him off? No, the mass hole bit. I yeah. like that. You know, uh, something else I like that I'm decided I'm going to bring back. Oh, no. I'm going to bring back the word blouse. What? 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 I like it. It's a bad word. I know, that's so why I'm going to use it. Where did that come like, from? Like, anytime you wear a nice hammer-made shirt, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say I like your blouse. <laughs> from now on. It just makes me laugh. I don't know why. <laughs> my new favorite. I like it. It's my funny. grandma used to wear those. Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. all grandmas did. Yeah, right. Were you watching grandma porn again and you saw a blouse? No, no. No, I don't know. I just... Uh, <laughs> blouse is a know, good, it's a good term. Word, right? Yeah, it yeah, really like is. Nice blouse. You, yeah. See, right? Thank you. It's going to be funny. I can't wait. Yeah, that is funny. I wish you had a hammermaid shirt on today so I could tell everybody to look at your blouse. <laughs> well, we're on tomorrow. <laughs> look up your blouse. Ooh. We just got them all dry clean. I'll wear one tomorrow. Okay. 
Blouse. Brilliant. <laughs> nice blouse. Do you get all your shirts dry clean? All my hammer made ones. You guys. are absolutely transforming into Dark Star. Yeah. You are full-blown dark. I had lunch on... Uh, That's what Dark used to do. Yeah. Remember when he had lunch? He would get uh, yeah, lunch. He, he would loved lunch. lunch. He liked I had, lunch. I had he lunch. He had nice blouses. <laughs> With uh, Joe Friedberg. Joe Friedberg. And he is like, you are Dark Star. You've turned, you have morphed into Dark Star. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> then I bought like Dark Star would have. <laughs> I think, you know, at some point, Dark Star probably saw you and said, uh, I'm going to help this kid out. Yeah. And now that he's dead, he's been dead for what, seven, eight years? Whatever it is. He, he's dead? Um, <laughs> if he only knew that people were legitimately comparing the two of you, he would probably be rolling over in his grave. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, if he, yeah. No, I just wanted to help him. Yeah. I didn't want to have him be me. Yeah, if he was still alive now, he'd be dead. (laughs) He'd be pissed off. Yeah. He'd call the hotline. What was it like down at the old uh, U.S. Bank Stadium history? Was the atmosphere electric? Yeah. Yeah, moments. It definitely had a real boring preseason second half feel to it. Right. It was snowing like a bitch. Whoa. Kiss. It was. None of it was sticking, but Which it was sucks. snowing hard. Yeah, man. It's yeah. awesome. Hockey was hard when it snowed. That's my kind of snow. That's yeah, don't, me too, man. Don't wreck anything. Yeah, Just bring look it. nice. Yeah, man. I yeah. like it. Look pretty. But now it's supposed to hit 60 later this week. Yeah, I know. I know. At least Sorry. in the Twin Cities. Yeah, that's what they say. That's what they say. Yeah, last week of golf, probably. No one cares. But... No, I don't, I, don't, I don't care. OMG. Yeah, OMG. That's just for the network. All right, we'll do front page sports when the Power Trip Morning Show returns. Ben Lieber in one hour. This is the Power Trip right here on The Fan. The Fan. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Meat sauce here with the weather getting warmer and warmer every day and being more like spring every day. And we heard that we're going to have maybe the warmest April we've had. It's time to open those windows and get that spring air in your home. If those windows have trouble opening or they just don't open at all, it's time to get new windows. And the the place to get those windows is Window Nation and WindowNation.com. March is a critical time to check your home's windows. If If your windows are cracked, leaking, or they won't open, or they just stay open, that's a... Massive problem. Now is the time to call Window Nation. You buy two windows, you get two free, plus zero down, zero interest, and zero payments for 24 months. That's the best deal of all time. It's also the best deal in windows. You buy two, you get two windows free, any style, from my friends at Window Nation, windownation.com. Plus, you put zero down, zero interest, and zero payments for 24 months. Call 866-90-NATION. That's 866-90-NATION. Or visit them at windownation.com. I love those people, windownation.com. Bye.
everybody. <laughs> life is fun. Yeah, life is fun. Thank God I got you that hundred bucks from a Wells Fargo ATM. I know. Twenty-seven, seventeen. Your Vikings win. They they move. Just seven dust. Yeah, uh-huh. I haven't heard seven dust in a long time. Either yeah. have I. Yeah, I like this band. They moved to three, two, and one. And the Bears lost in overtime. So I would guess that makes us the leader in the division, right? Uh, no. Okay. It doesn't? No, they have a six hundred winning, winning percentage. We have a 583. Oh. But what's their record? Three and two. They already had their bye week? No, we have a tie. No, he's asking about Chicago. Oh, that's a good point. Either way, Latavius Murray. Yeah, they just got off their bye week. 24 rushes, 155 yards. And a touchdown. 6.5 yard average. I can't wait to ask Ben Lieber about the touchdown. I I gotta think it's super frustrating as a defensive player. If you put your hands on an offensive player's face mask, you're screwed. But stiff arms are legal. And if you watch the slow motion instant replay, Latavius gets the stiff arm, and as Ron Johnson and I talked about on Fanline, his fingers curl over a little bit. So he kind of half grabs the face mask of Bethay. And I, I how is that legal? It is, I it guess. Is, yeah. yeah. But I don't understand why offensive face masking is essentially a stiff arm is legal. Don't you think it shouldn't be? I'm not saying he broke the rules, I'm saying in the future. Right. Are we gonna get to the point where the NFL says, Yeah, you gotta let's stop touching helmets. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the NFL has a rule about that? Yeah, they should. Agree or disagree? No, I agree. They should. It's strange, yeah, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, you yeah. can rip a guy down. Yeah, you can pull you're a guy down by his dreadlock. Yeah, or you can yeah. pull a guy down by a, the back of his neck and almost rip his knee like that cup guy hmm. for the Rams. Cooper Cup. He pulled a uh, Paul Pierce. He came back out and played. Hmm. Quarter zone shots, man. Off. Uh, Latavius Murray was over 100 yards at 155. First Vikings 100-yard rusher since week 17 of last season. Pride. Oh, that's how we felt. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was sweet to see. It was. The Arizona Cardinals suck against the run. <laughs> They're so bad. They mostly just suck in general. Yeah. Rosen's okay. They have about seven good players, and the rest of the team's garbage. Yeah. Christian Kirk's good. Rosen's okay. Larry's old, but good. Mm-hmm. Larry's old! Chandler's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Simmons is old. <laughs> well, shall we? Obviously. Of course. Uh, uh, front sorry, Page Sports is brought to you by Early Bird Electric. The bird. The bird. Thanks, Early Bird. The bird. Vikings won 27-17 over the Arizona Cardinals. The Vikings up to 3-2-1. The Cardinals fall to 1-5. Kirk Cousins, his a streak of 30 completions in a game, I believe was an NFL record four straight, but it uh, comes to an end. He was 24 of 34. Hmm. 
It's an NFL record. Isn't that crazy? Mm -hmm. Uh, 233 yards, a touchdown, a pick, an 87 passer rating, and a rushing touchdown. Hmm. Adam Thielen, 11 catches, 123 yards, and a touchdown, 15 targets. The 123 yards extends his already NFL record of now six straight 100-yard receiving games to start a season. People keep screwing up that stat. It's not the record to have six straight. It's the record to start a season. That's a key part of the record. But anyway, the record overall is eight, and that's Megatron in 2012. Eight straight games of 100 yards or more receiving. Brad. Oh, whatever happened to him? Who? Uh, Megatron. He just retired. Just retired. He did the Barry Sanders. It's oh. something about uh, Detroit. Yeah, you just want to quit. Yeah, you're so sick oh, of football. Yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, how about this? Uh, your guy Paul Charchian tweets uh, next week that uh, Adam, he's going to tweet this next week. He tweeted it. Are about you a soothsayer? I'm a soothsayer. That's <laughs> good for branding. Yeah, thank you. That he'll get. Uh, I meant charge tweeting, not oh. you being a soothsayer. <laughs> a soothsayer? Yeah, I don't think you being a soothsayer I'm would a be good for your brand. According to Hawk, I'd like yeah. to look up your blouse. Yeah, you can if you want. Hockey tried that one time with you. Or down it. Yeah, he's perverted. Anyhow, he gets. Uh, he should probably be matched up against something called Buster Skine, the Jets slot corner. So he Buster should probably. Heine? He should probably have another hundred yard day. I'm just seek saying <laughs> he's gonna be lined up against bus and bus. Oh hell yeah! Yeah yeah yeah! This song oh, yeah. wails. This song does not yes, wail. It does, it does not. Yeah. It does Bust not. Bust wails. No no. Yeah. This song is tons of fun. <laughs> it might be tons of fun, but how about non-points cover? You ever heard that? I have, but I forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, non-point does a cover. Non-point's sweet. I think they all died. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nope, they're still touring. See, they're dead, apparently, but they're touring. It's a weekend of Bernie's on tour. <laughs> this is terrible. No, this whale. Come no, on. Buster Rhymes kicks ass. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Roll some weed. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take this out of auxiliary just so the network doesn't have to hear it. <laughs> no, they want it. <laughs> that would just be pure silence. <laughs> <laughs> we're just listening to yeah, We're just... <laughs> yeah, they were listening to Busta. Yeah. No. Weird. <laughs> Love it. Hey, it's non-point and POD are touring. No kidding. Yeah. You I love like POD a lot. Yeah. A lot. A lot. A lot. A lot. Josh Rosen, 21 of 31, 240 yards, no touchdowns, and a pick. That pick was Anthony Harris, the first of his career. That was a sweet play. I like that kid. Yeah. That was, was a fun. sweet play. I like that guy a lot. David Johnson did have a touchdown, but otherwise mostly neutralized by the Vikings' defense. 18 carries, 55 yards. Two catches, 15 yards. Daniil Hunter also kept his streak alive. Six straight games with a sack to start a year. Pretty goddamn good. He had two sacks, which brings his total to seven this season. He's phenomenal. He's such a good player. He's a monster. Dan Bailey, five for five on kicks yesterday. Two for two on field goals. Three for three on extra points. Yeah, it's like he's five for fighting. Great point. 
<laughs> made no sense. It no, doesn't it make not. sense. I can't give you a good point. Vikings at Jets Sunday at noon. The Jets won uh, 42-34 over the pretty awful Indianapolis Colts. Sam Darnold, 280 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. By the way, we should mention Mike Hughes of the Minnesota Vikings. Mm. Torn ACL and MRI today will confirm it, but uh, the Vikings fear, according to Tom Pelissero, that they fear that it is a torn ACL. Yeah, he was on crutches after the game. Yeah, it sucks. Man. Yeah. Not good. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Kid was coming around, that's for sure. Yeah, he was coming around, <laughs> Chubsy. <laughs> Tonight, the Wild are at the Predators to take on Kevin McDermott's Nashville squad. No, I saw him yesterday. Uh, uh, did he show you his finger? No. Did you ask? No. no. You hey, I got you on video! Nashville's 4-1. and one. The Wilder 1-1-2 one, one, and two after an overtime loss to Carolina on Saturday. Dubnik, 52 saves yeah. in the loss. Jason Zucker scored his third goal of the season, his 100th of his career. I asked uh, Tanabe. Um, Who? Dave Tanabe. Tanabe. I said, uh, uh, is it normal to have 50-some-odd saves? And he said, uh, uh, no. And he looked at me like I was a moron. And he said, uh, it's normally, you know, high 20s is a lot. I'm like, well, that's what I thought. I said, thanks, Tanabe. Do you remember the Dave Tanabe bit? No. No. So remember, of course you remember, Dave Simser. Sure. Former producer of the uh, Common Man Cole. (laughs) Yeah, right. Of course, Dave Uh, Joe. Davey Joe Simser. Love Dave uh, Simser. Nice guy. Well, after the transition from Simser to Tennessee, and of course, Tennessee's real name is Brandon Molesky. Right. I don't remember who it was, but if it was the twins or somebody, somebody sent them a promotional <laughs> item. I think it was like a bobblehead or something. I don't remember. And it was addressed to Dave Tanabe. <laughs> I think they thought Dave Simser's nickname was Tennessee. His first name's Dave. So I, I, I'm, I'm maybe like 90% telling this story accurately, but I know the. The punchline, and, I, and Brandon's listening, right? It's 6.09. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's awake. He's it's in the shower watching the like, balls. Yeah, Dave oh, Tanabe got sent doing? something here at the station. <laughs> That's which so is a little funny. bit like Chenandler Bong getting the yeah. TV guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dave Tanabe. <laughs> Brilliant. That's that is genius. The Wolves season opener is a couple days away. Butler expected to play, and he ex- uh, he said he expects booze on Friday for the home opener. Booze? Booze, yes. O-O-O-B-O-O-S, not oh. B-O-O-Z-E. That's how you spell the alcohol? Although version? he'll probably booze huh. after the game on Friday as well. Uh, he said, quote, they want me to go out here and hoop to the best of my abilities. Hmm. Do they? Oh, man. Do people still call it hooping? I guess. What? <laughs> this is the most 95-ish thing ever. You know what? Let's Put on a hooping. nice blouse and, yeah. and go watch people hoop. <laughs> you should buy a nice blouse. <laughs> God, where did blouse come from? Well, I don't, it came up last Friday. I don't remember, but I like it. Uh. <laughs> okay. You know, the basketball hoop is where you put the ball in, right? right? And it's right. called hooping. That's hooping, yeah. <laughs> what if Jason Zucker's like, you're going to come watch me do some goaling on Friday? Yeah. 
I'm going to go out here and goal to the best of my ability. Some netting? Yeah. Oh, God. Mikael Granlin was really netting it up the other day. Look at that guy. He's a netting yahoo. He's really putting it between the pipes. Yeah. Hot blouse, too. <laughs> God, did you see the so dumb. person <laughs> singing the national anthem? Great blouse. <laughs> blouse. I don't think you get it. <laughs> I don't, but I'm just, I like using the phrase blouse in a sentence. Hey, the uh, speaking of national anthems, the group that did it yesterday was spectacular. Who was it, by the way? I could hear it, but I don't. It was they a group never called We Three, and I don't know who hmm. they are. But were they uh, from? Fantastic. Uh, I think it was The Voice or something. I have no idea. Hmm. But it was a no, gal it was and two America's guys. Got talent or something. Yeah, it had to be yeah, that. One yeah. of those bits, maybe. Good point. Um, keyboardist, dude singing, chick singing. They were and good. They were really good. That's awesome. Yeah, they sounded fantastic. Yeah. Don't know their backstory at all. Are they from here? She had a nice blouse. Did on. she have a nice blouse? <laughs> yeah. So did he. Yeah. Aw. Monday night football tonight. Niners at Packers seven fifteen. The Packers are two, two and one. The Niners are one and four. The Packers are just nine point favorites. Wow. Who's quarterback in uh is it uh CJ Beathard, I believe, for yeah. the Niners. Right. Yeah, Beathard. You wanna bet that game, Hawk? Um I don't think so. I'm I'm on too good a run. I don't want to make stupid bets at this point. Which side do you want? Well, I, I'd take the Packers okay. and the seven and a half points. It's nine. Oh, I thought it was. I read seven and a half. Sorry, and I wasn't listening. <laughs> that was my point. Oh no, then I, I no. You know, you know why he's much. not listening, right, right, Corey? Because it wasn't about him. Nope, because he's shopping for blouses. <laughs> I am. I'm actually on HammerMade.com right now. They have a great sale going on. <laughs> the only thing that you and Sean? I have in common uh, in the fall season is. Our love for shopping, but mine is specifically Black Friday, and we're, what, a couple mm. weeks away before those Black Friday it, ads start leaking out. I can't wait. That I is my it. day. I just love I it. I love Black Friday. I can't wait either. Uh, I just love it. I've Corey, read... and I, Corey and I win. <laughs> yeah, yesterday, I go every year. I love it. Yesterday during the uh, the Vikings game, I rediscovered my love of Groupon. Oh, God. What did you buy? A bunch of stuff I just don't need. Why? I don't know. Why not? Why did why 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 is possible? Really? Yeah. Well, you should what? you should download a bunch of Annie Lennox. You're or right. not. No, I should. I can't believe it's not in the system. All right. No, Thanks. It's okay, baby. The Baltimore Ravens had 11 sacks in a 21-zip win over Tennessee. That is a franchise record. What do you guys think the NFL record is for sacks in a game? What 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 was that number you uh, just Baltimore said? Had 11. I, I heard him say it last night. 17. That's a lot, I know, but I'm just throwing out a number. 12? It's 12. It's a 12. Yeah. But only four teams have ever done that. You know the uh, the last time an NFL team had 12 sacks in a game? 1969? Last season? Somewhere in between those two. No idea. 98? 1985 with the Dallas Cowboys. Hmm. Was it against the Vikings? I don't think so. The Ravens had 11 sacks yesterday. Marcus Mariota, 10 pass completions. 
So the Ravens sacked him more times and he completed a pass. Isn't that insane? Also, check this out. You guys like stats? Hell yeah, man. Oh, you do? Paul, are you uh, a, a fan of stats? Yeah. There I are am. some statistics that I'd like to share with you now, and they are numbers. That was the first time Tennessee has been shut out since they moved to Nashville. At home, at least. Right? First home shutout since they've uh, moved to Nashville. Also, the first home shutout in the franchise since 1976 when they were the Houston Oilers. That's a pretty goddamn good run. Yeah, man. Right? Of never being shut out at home since 1976. That's incredible. You know who's terrible? Uh, your breath. Oh. That sentence starts with, do you know who is terrible? Right. Oh, I'm sorry. So it's a person, not a right. thing. The Oakland Raiders, who are no yeah. longer Oakland. That's all right. Gruden's just making $10 million a year. That's Can what I ask mean. you guys a question about it. that? Sure. Uh, Will he make it to Vegas? Yeah. Yeah, they signed him to a 10-year, yeah. $100 million sure dollar deal. Guaranteed. I, yeah. All of it's guaranteed. There you if go. He stays. Yeah. I mean, if, if, unless he quits. But if he gets fired, is he going to get paid? Yeah, if he quits, though. But can can I ask this other question I thought of yesterday? Mm, sure. How much do you think he made doing Monday Night Football? Six million? Wasn't he? Uh, was I he, don't know. I think he was ESPN's highest Yeah, that highest sounds right. Employee. Why do I think six or seven million is right? That Maybe. seems, yeah, right. So how Ten much, is more. How much, <laughs> sure, but how much do you think he made from uh, Corona? Two or three? I think he got a six-pack a week for his life. I don't. I honestly don't think he would take a pay cut to coach because he had it pretty good. Yeah, but man, oh man, I guarantee. I bet he you, made the same doing Monday Night Football. With if all you the were able to really legitimately get him to be honest with you, I gotta believe he's regretting this. Of course he point. is. You, you triple your workload. You work one day a week. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah, more well, to it. I yeah, get that. I know. Yeah, yeah but still, you, you mean what I know? Yeah. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Meat Sauce here with the weather getting warmer and warmer every day and being more like spring every day and... We heard that we're going to have maybe the warmest April we've had. It's time to open those windows and get that spring air in your home. If those windows have trouble opening or they just don't open at all, it's time to get new windows. And the the place to get those windows is Window Nation and WindowNation.com. March is a critical time to check your home's windows. If if your windows are cracked, leaking, or they won't open, or they just stay open, that's a massive problem. Now is the time to call Window Nation. You buy two windows. You get two free plus zero down, zero interest, and zero payments for 24 months. That's the best deal of all time. It's also the best deal in Windows. You buy two, you get two Windows free, any style, from my friends at Window Nation, windownation.com. Plus, you put zero down, zero interest, and zero payments for 24 months. Call 866-90-NATION. That's 866-90-NATION. Or visit them at windownation.com. I love those people, windownation.com. Bye. Yeah. You gotta believe he's regretting it, right? I mean, literally. Can you imagine if in the next year or two he can get this team up and running when they hit Las Vegas? Yeah, then he, he does, yeah, yeah, yeah. But man, the money he's making, he can go to Las Vegas anytime he wants. His quarterback's crying. Did you see that? No, but I did read that. Uh, the reason I brought it up is because uh, Bruce Irvin, mm-hmm. defensive end, tweeted the following: 
We lost, but I've got a beautiful wife I get to go home to. I'm going to try to make some babies. (laughs) All right. Yeah, man, that's right. It doesn't matter, win or lose. He gets to go home to his wife and make babies. That's right. Buy as many blouses as you want. Yeah, I bet he has some nice blouses. Rip them off. Hell yeah. Paul, your hands up. Uh, Here's how you can buy blouses by winning some cash. Text the word money to 200-200. That's money to 200-200. Start over and speak differently. Nor the Power Trip Morning Show right after this on The Fan. iHeartRadio music you should know. I'm sorry. Featuring Sauce had me distracted. I put a spell on you. You distracted me. I put a spell on you. It's a sweet song. Because you're mine. I just hit play on whatever the cursor was on, and I'm glad that I did, because now this is sweet. I like this. Good morning, everybody. It's almost Halloween, you know. You better stop the things you do. This doesn't sound like Annie, but it is. I tell you, I ain't lying. Hey, Saucy. Yeah, babe. This is like the week of concerts, man. Oh, yeah? Who's here? Uh, Foo Fighters Thursday. Okay. Florence and the Machine on Saturday. Ed Sheeran and Snow Patrol, I think, on Sunday. Rod Stewart was here last night. Rod Stewart was here last night with Cindy Lauper. You're missing somebody else on Sunday. I, I don't remember who, buddy. Is that this week? Sunday. Damn it. Damn it. I'm in New, New York. I, I'm, My sources say Lieber, who's going to be here in a half an hour, is flying straight back to Minneapolis and going straight right? from the airport to the Exo Energy Center to watch 21 pilots. No kidding. I'm going. Hmm. Who's opening? Do you know? Do you have any idea? No idea. Hmm. That is a giant week for concerts. Oh, it really so you're not is. Yeah. And the thing is, and here's here's the thing. You know, I, I try to be a good parent, even though obviously I'm told from time to, to time that I'm not. But yeah, I've been meaning to ask you about yeah, that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You spend a lot of time doing work. I know. My my uh, um, my fam's out of town this weekend, and they leave Friday. And I want to see Foo Fighters Thursday, but it would be a D move for me to go to a concert Thursday night when they leave. Unless you take Friday. Them. Yeah, yeah that's the outro. Take yeah. abs with. Yeah, you know I could actually do that. Yeah, yeah. there's the win. She might want to go see the Foo, the Fighters of Foo. Yeah, and you know you'll buy a bunch of T-shirts. Yeah, it's like one of my favorite bands, man. I just love that band. Did you hear? By the way, uh, and we'll get to the Vikings win in a couple of moments. Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear anything. Hold on. I'll play it for a minute. I'm letting him jam this for a minute. I just want to stay in the sun where I find. I know it's hard sometimes. Mm. Listen to this. So the Foo Fighters, the Fighters of Foo, uh, often bring somebody on stage to play a show with a song with them. So they brought a 10-year-old boy on stage with them last night. Play guitar, call here. Put it to the mic. Yes. What songs do you know? Metallica song. Yes. Say your prayers, 
That was awesome. You want to keep that? Tours on my cellar, I might as well get my guitar. <laughs> Take that guitar over to your mom right now. That's pretty sweet. That gave him the guitar. I, I love it that he had no idea the word. Keep your one eye open. <laughs> yeah, isn't that what he says? No. Sleep with one eye Sleep open. Sleep with one eye open. Oh. He said, "Keep your one eye open. <laughs> Keep your brown eye open." Uh, I what love now? that band. I gotta go. You're right. Maybe Abaddon yeah, won't go. Yeah, sure. Want to go? I haven't Plus. seen the Foo Fighters since like. 97 or something at Roy Wilkins. Are the food or the, the, the fires of food at uh, Target or X? No. Uh, oh, look. Baby Cakes. I guess Not the sure. X. I believe Boy, I be saw them. Uh, I believe I, I, believe I <laughs> saw them Excel. after Color and the Shape. So I think no it was kidding. second album-ish. Well, so, so long, long time ago. And they were awesome. That's a great, great band. band. A lot great of fun. Rock band. Second only to Buck Cherry as far as great living rock point. bands. Okay. Thank you. Oh, damn it. I was kidding. No, you were right, though. You're yeah, right, you're right. When you're hot, you're hot. Tickets aren't that bad, Hogs. Yeah, well, they're well, sold what, out, aren't they? But, but what, yeah, but what are you? This sounds so terrible. Come on, baby. Yeah, you should go, Hog. You know what? I should put on a nice blouse and go see my favorite band. One of my favorite bands. Do you own a nice blouse? Uh, no, but I could get one. I know where to get one. Yeah. Um, let me think about what would be a nice um piece of audio to play right now. Well, you know what? I will play this piece of audio. This is Coach Zimmer on a guy by the name of Adam Thielen. He doesn't think there's a ball he can't catch, for sure. Um, you know, that's how he is in practice every day. You know, he laid out in practice the other day, and he said, why did I do that? You know, it was one, one of those things. But the kid, Adam's got a great heart. He's really a tough kid. You know, he comes over to me and talks to me during a game about stuff that's going on, and it's always about these guys can't guard me, and, you know, it's always stuff like that. Adam's, Adam's a heck of a football player. I'm glad he's on our team. Me I think we too. have a huge problem with Thielen. We really do. He's so good, they're going to have to pay him a ton of money. Yeah. yeah. Good. And, you know, Ron Johnson yesterday uh, said uh, he doesn't seem like he's the kind of guy that would hold out. Well, yeah, if he gets paid, sure. Well, and but I, yeah. you look around yeah. and, you know, Thielen's not going to go Od- Od- uh, Odell Beckham Jr. and say, I need to be the highest paid player in the league. I believe Ron again reiterated that Thielen's something like the 49th highest paid receiver in the league, and he's a top five-ish receiver. Yeah, well. So you don't get paid 49th when you're a top five. Yeah. So they're going to have to figure out how to get him some money. Yeah. And I assume Brzezinski and Spielman and everybody will work it out and figure it out, but I saw somebody on Twitter tweet me say, well, he's got two years or so left on his... It doesn't matter. That's not how football works. No. Is the only thing you have in terms of leverage, is your ability to play. Well, he's got years left on his contract. You don't think they cut people when there's years left on their contract? Right. right? NFL teams can cut you, and they only have to worry about whatever guaranteed money you have left. Yeah, contracts are good for the team, not for the player. Right. The flip side is, when the players are outperforming their contracts, and Thielen clearly is... Their leverage is give me more money or we have a problem. Right. Now you can go the, the, the all the big time extreme is Le'Veon Bell, who is willing now to sit out half a season and James Conner is proving why running backs are not worth what Le'Veon Bell thinks they're worth in a passing league. But this is a passing league and Thielen is proving that he's worth top five or so money. And they just gave top five or so money to Stefan Diggs. Yeah. yeah. 
Thielen right now is massively outperforming Diggs. Now, we can sit here all day and debate which one is more important or which one's better. That doesn't matter contractually, I really don't think, because they're both that good. Right. And if Diggs is worth something like 82, how much was 82. his contract? Was it 82? I'm almost positive, yes. That sounds right to me. Uh, yeah. I, uh, well, we're not going to have money for Thielen. Then we have a problem. Yeah, you know yes, what? There's correct. no chance that that will happen. There's They're no gonna work chance. It out. They absolutely will. They have yeah. to. He's an absolute gold mine. He's Go- everything. There's nothing right. about him that you don't like. Right. He's right. a local because product. Local product. So first of all, great story. Yeah. In the in the big scheme of things, the story's awesome. The local angle's awesome. Class act. Right. He's never going to be a problem on or off the field. Nope. And production off the charts. Right. Yeah. He's he's setting an NFL record to start a season with six games over a hundred yards. He so is our Larry Fitzgerald Jr. I know Larry's not from Arizona. But you get my point. Yeah. He can play his entire career here. Legacy guy. Yes. Right. He leads the league in receiving. Yeah. 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 And how about Daniil, by the way? Daniil's a monster. Daniel. Yeah. Daniil got wow. money. He got his money, though. I know. Yeah, that's true. Right. Thielen right. needs his money. Now, Thielen just got the big pay jump a couple years ago, but that was when he had a nice season. Now he is legitimately one of the best receivers in the NFL and has to get paid like it. The knock was he had one move. Daniil? Yep. Yeah, well, he's getting more now. And, now, you know, we always talk about Andre Patterson, but I'm a huge fan of the guy, and you know it. Yeah. How about another guy who's trying to earn his money right now, by the way? Suddenly, Anthony Barr's playing his A-word off. I can't wait to talk to Ben about that. Yeah, Barr had a nice game yesterday. And you guys want to get Ben all riled up? Obviously. Ask him why they only gave Mike Boone one carry yesterday. It was a sweet carry. I know, that's Looked what I'm saying. explosive, too. Ben, is a, ben, if he was buying a jersey, would probably buy a Mike Boone jersey. Big fan of Boone, huh? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, we both are. He's a great kid, man. Plus, he looks awesome. He looks like a badass. Oh. What really matters is next. We'll do scores and stats around the world of sports and some wild news. Yes, Chris. I got a teaser for you. Go for it. Which player led the team in tackles? Not just total, but solo yesterday. Do you really? I saw that, yeah. I do saw the box score. Do you know I do not win. Good. Let's just say it's about goddamn time, right? Power trip back after this on the fan. Such a distinctly 90s sounding guitar, isn't it? For sure. It's like it's it's it almost sounds bad on purpose. And I just love that he played every instrument on this record. Foo Fighters, alone and an easy target. Power Trip Morning Show. Vikes win. More on that in a moment. Ben Lieber will be in in a bit. We'll talk to the great David Morgan. No, like to... he's dead. Oh, he is. Well, that's too bad. I like to call him Captain Morgan. Yeah, Captain Morgan Wales. You mean Captain Marvel. Or Captain Marvel, yeah. Uh, speaking of Captain Morgan. It's time Hey, thanks, Captain Morgan. The Wild are at the Predators tonight. The Nashville Predators are 4-1. The Wild are 1-1-2 after an overtime loss. In heartbreaking fashion to the Carolina Hurricanes on Saturday. The Wild had a late lead, gave up a very late goal, I think in the last, what, minute, minute and a half, something mm-hmm. like that, to force overtime, and then Carolina gets it done in OT, despite Dubnik making 52 saves, which somebody on Twitter said was the most saves ever at the X. 
Is that accurate? Tanabe no said that, yes. <laughs> was it Tanabe? Tanabe said that, yeah. Dave Tanabe? Yep. Yeah. He told me that yesterday. I believe the hurricane set a record for most shots on goal at the X for an opposing team. Something like 57. You know That's what? a lot of shots. You just made a good point. Did I? Uh, Jason Zucker had his 100th goal of his career, his third goal of the season. And that was wild news, thanks to our friends at Captain Morgan. Rocky like a hurricane. Uh, yesterday's leading tackler for your Minnesota Vikings, George Iloka. He was everywhere. Eight total tackles, seven Solo tackles. He hits hard. He did. Yeah. He's a big, big dude, man. He's an exceptionally large individual. I wonder how many of those were on special teams. Hmm. Uh, good point. I do not know the answer to that question, sweetie. Because he was on kick... Uh... I think he's on all of them. Yeah. Kick a... Kick off. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to play Alone and Easy Target again because I like that song. Sure. We can do What Really Matters over the top of that. I, I what song? I'm the one we just played coming back I'm from break. Can I say something controversial? Oh, I'd love it if you did. I hate the Foo Fighters. No kidding. Yeah. Why? That's, that's an ultra. Lo- I mean, that's a lot. That's a very. Um, I don't know. Uh, Other than my hero. Statement. Great point. I. Mrs. People are going to come back. If you listen to the Dave Matthews band, every song sounds the exact same. Hmm. Yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, you're allowed to feel that way. Thank you. I know you'd like it better if you went, He went down go yeah. to Mordor. Yeah, but... he did go to Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> what Really Matters is brought to you by Big, Big Old tires. tires. Thanks, Big Old Tires. Yeah. You're welcome. Vikings won 27-17 over the Cardinals. Adam Thielen, 123 yards and a touchdown. Daniil Hunter had two sacks. Up next, the Vikings are at the Jets Sunday at noon. And Sam Darnold. Oh, so good. The fast food chain Popeyes? Wales. Does it? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I've had some here at the station. I don't think I've ever eaten inside of that. Hey, that reminds me. Quick left turn. Did they ever? Did, are they skipping our flu shots this year? No, it's uh, a week from this Friday. Oh, okay. It's in my calendar. Okay, good. I, I got to have a flu shot. Yeah. I'm going to be here and then go to Las Vegas. Okay, cool. Solid update. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fast food chain Popeyes, not named after the cartoon character, named after Gene Hackman's character Popeye Doyle in The French Connection, which you probably haven't seen. I have not and seen. And you probably haven't either. Fantastic film. And uh, a lot of people say the French Connection has the greatest chase scene in film history. That is, yeah. There's so much about that movie that's very, very good. Yes. Very, very, very good. I would encourage you. I think you would like it. That reminds me. i got to write down another TV update for you. God. Oh, no. Is it... Can I ask you a question? You probably watched God Friended Me again. I did. Actually, you know what? My wife and I agree. That's a good show. Do you know what else other show he told me he loves? Manifest. Yeah, we get it. He loves network mm-hmm. TV. It's the sign that you're old. He loves Yeah, manifest. it's true. The other uh, thing is, is how angry I was that I turned on and football was still on when 60 Minutes was supposed to be starting. And I admit it. But last night was an exceptionally good 
exceptionally good yeah, I watched edition you, of 60 Minutes. I watched what you mentioned. Did you see the, the animal story, the pictures, too? No, I just watched oh. the interview. Oh, the interview was fantastic, right? I mean, you got to admit, whether I don't care what side of the aisle you're on, that was G. I almost said it. That was damn fascinating, man. Yeah. That was a fascinating interview. That was a look inside the president that I haven't seen since he got elected. Fascinating. Huh. Truly fascinating. Really, truly. As a student of history, <laughs> he wore, a, a, in my opinion, an exceptionally attractive blouse during the interview as well. That's the nicest thing you've ever said about him. I know. And Leslie Stahl had a hell of a pair of pantaloons. <laughs> Do you know she's 70? I looked it up, 73, I think. She's great. She's Would fantastic. Oh, hell yeah, as long as she didn't report on it. <laughs> yeah, well, it wouldn't be a long report. Mm-hmm. All right, I just ripped you for being old for liking network TV. But yeah, yeah. I, on a weekly basis now, feel old, and I know the moment every week that I'm going to feel old. When you go in the bathroom? And- yes, and my prostate is just enlarged. <laughs> With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Meat sauce here with the weather getting warmer and warmer every day and being more like spring every day. And we heard that we're going to have maybe the warmest April we've had. It's time to open those windows and get that spring air in your home. If those windows have trouble opening or they just don't open at all, it's time to get new windows. And the the place to get those windows is Window Nation and WindowNation.com. March is a critical time to check your home's windows. If If your windows are cracked, leaking, or they won't open, or they just stay open, that's a massive problem. Now is the time to call Window Nation. You buy two windows, you get two free, plus zero down, zero interest, and zero payments for 24 months. That's the best deal of all time. It's also the best deal in windows. You buy two, you get two windows free, any style, from my friends at Window Nation, windownation.com. Plus, you put zero down, zero interest, and zero payments for 24 months. Call 866-90-NATION. That's 866-90-NATION. Or visit them at windownation.com. I love those people, windownation.com. Bye. <laughs> and you, yeah, you, you sit down now when you pee? I would say every other week on average now, during Saturday Night Live, when they say, next week, and they say who the host and the musical guest is going to be, 50% of the time, I have never heard of the musical guest. Yep. Yep, no, I, I, absolutely this, this true. This week yep. was bizarre in a lot of ways because I felt like I was right in the middle because Paul Simon does nothing for me. I'm sorry, Paul. Great point. But, but he played two songs, and I was bored out of my mind. Could not have felt older than Paul Simon on mm-hmm. SNL, right? Mm-hmm. Just, it's just like, man, this is like 1976. This is so weird. Yeah. And then it's coming up next, next week. And I'm like, who the bleep is that? I don't know who these people are. What a weird thing to be stuck right in the middle between feeling too young for Paul Simon and have no idea who's coming up next. Yeah, I hate, I, uh, I hate yeah. to segue out of this, but you just made a great point. I uh, I also ran into the other, you know, another step in becoming old. I got about thirty-five texts on Saturday that it was Paul Simon. I didn't even get out of bed. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Who cares? I'm already in bed at nine o'clock on a Saturday. 
Dude, you have to watch Reservoir Dogs. I bought it it's before so Hockey and I went to uh, Iraq. I never watched it. Just for this scene. Game changer. Hey, I just yeah. tweeted a pair of limited edition Game Boy uh, Jordan shoes. Will you buy them for me? How much are they, though? $1,300. Hawk, think of all the creative decisions actors and directors have to make. This scene isn't as scary as it was if he doesn't dance. It's the fact that he kind of does that little yeah, shimmy. That's 100% true. Yeah. Yep. I've seen that scene. That's 100% true. He dances. Yeah. And that's, I, I gotta believe... Tarantino? Well, e- even if they say dance here, it's his interpretation of the dance. Right, so Michael Madsen yeah, has right. to say, yeah, for sure. how would uh, yeah. how would Mr. Blonde right. dance right. before he's going to cut someone's ear off? Mm. Ah! Great. Again, I don't think there's a wrong answer because Tarantino's a genius, but uh, Reservoir Dogs is my favorite Tarantino film. If you say Pulp Fiction, can't argue with that. Nope. Did you see the advertisement yet for uh, the, uh, the next... Uh, is it Farrelly Brothers? No, um, the other brothers. Coen Brothers? Coen Brothers film? Yeah, the, uh, yeah. the uh, what's it's, it called? The guy who... It's on we, Netflix, we right? We thought he was a toad. That guy's the star. Uh, Nick Turturro or Tim Blake Nelson? Uh, Tim Blake Nelson. Mm-hmm. He's the star. He's a cowboy. Ballad of Busters. Yes. Grug? It 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 a, looks, it's a Netflix film. I thought it was bit, a film right? film. Is it a Netflix film? I think it's Netflix. Oh, that would be like great. A, I think it's a... Is it like a Netflix series? Boy, I hope so. That would be great. It I, I think it's a Netflix fantastic. film, but I'm not 100% sure. I thought it was a film yeah, it on looks Netflix. So we'll good. see. If you um, haven't seen the trailer yet, you've got to watch. What's the, the name Coen of it Brothers again? Are the best. This, it says right here the last year that was announced as a Netflix original series that series, would feature right. six tales about the American frontier. Even better. The project is actually a 132 minute feature film. Okay, so they changed the idea over the time. What's the name of it? One more time. Uh, the, the Ballad of Buster Struggs or something? Scruggs. Yeah. If you haven't seen the trailer, you got to watch it. If you're a fan of that style of movie, if you're a fan of uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Is it stuff, out yet? Uh, no, but the trailer is. Mm. Yeah, the trailer wails. Yeah. And uh, from what I'm being told from my son, and it's weird because I just, for some reason, just just listened to the audiobook, The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix, scary as hell, apparently. It's a new series that just started. Yeah, no I'm not idea watching that. that. No yeah. way. I read the book, uh, or listened to the book. It's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Uh, zero chance I'm watching that. Okay. The Red Sox won 7-5 over the Astros. That series is tied at one. Likewise for the Drunken Scotties and the Dodgers, because the Drunken Scotties blew it over the weekend. So both AL and NLCSs tied at one. Great. Tonight, the Dodgers are one-and-a-half run favorites. Over-under, seven. I forgot baseball was going on until you said that. It's football season. Yeah, man. Our team's good. But what really matters is this. You know, I'm going to give you something that's a little personal uh, recommendation, if you don't mind. On uh, uh, Saturday night, I was away home from the gig, and I was driving the BBW, and I was by myself, and it's too big for drive throughs so I couldn't drive through a drive through So I stopped by Super America, and Saucy, they have a new burrito. Go on. You ready? Yes. It's called a pizza burrito. I need that right now. Dude, Will you it buy is a one? giant sausage-filled pizza pocket. Uh, will it you was, buy that? It was maybe the best food I've ever eaten. Really? Because I was so hungry. It was Saturday night. I was going home. I knew I didn't have to get up early. I could sleep all I wanted. It was so good. Yeah, the so weekend's well. Pizza burrito from Super America. Will you buy one? Best food I had all weekend. Not even close. Yeah, I'll buy you one right now. $40? Uh, I don't think they're $40, but... Hit me, you 
Ben Weaker used to play for the Vikings, and he was on the sidelines yesterday. Apparently, he's a giant fan of Mike Boone. We'll ask him about it next. Ben Lieber on the power trip right after this on the fan. Good morning, everybody. It's the Power Trip Morning Show. Thanks for tuning in. Celebrating a Vikings victory. And of course, waiting on the one and only super talented uh, Ben Lieber to join us to talk a little bit about it. As we wait on him, let's get the statement from Zimmer. Just the overall general statement on the game from Mike Zimmer. Good team win today. You know, defensively, I thought we played very well. Pressured the quarterback. Fourth down stop, a fourth down play on the goal line, and we stopped him. 0 for 10 on third downs. Offensively, early in the ball game, you know, we had a couple turnovers, and we talked about this team all week long about, uh, you know, they creating turnovers and. So we need to do a better job there. We had way too many tip balls today, so we have to fix that. But uh, it was good to see that the running game got going. I thought Latavius ran with a purpose. You know, at the end of the ball game, our guys got their pads low, fired off the ball. You know, they had a bunch of guys lined up in the gaps, and we had to try to knock them off the ball in order to run the clock out. And that's what good teams do. You know, you finish games by running the football. I thought special teams, we did a nice job as well as far as um, flipping the field position a couple times. Yeah, that's the key stat if you ask me that does alluded to 0 for 10 on third downs over two on fourth down so overall third and fourth down the cardinals 0 for 12 that's how you get it done yeah man hard to win when you go 0 for 12 on third and fourth down combined that's horrible it's not good this song wales to bring us down Ben Lieber, former linebacker for the Minnesota Vikings and the San Diego Chargers. I got a brother, man. Hi, Ben. Hey. Hi, Ben. Well, hi, guys. Good morning. Oh, hi. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. What's happening? Ben, before we dive just full bore into Vikings conversation, let's uh, backtrack about 30 minutes. Okay. Are you still planning on trying to make the show on Sunday directly from your New York Jets obligations? You're on the fence, huh? I thought you were going straight from the airport to the X. No, I, was, I think I was talking big at the time. It always sounds good. Time, it sounds, it? It yeah. sounds great at the time, yeah, 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 and, now, and now it's... Yeah. The thought of doing that, I would, no. No. It's not going to happen. Because I remember when the show was announced and you realized you were going to be coming from New York... You were trying to plan it to the second, like yeah. Amy yeah. Santiago yes, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You made it sound like you could walk into the X the second they hit the stage. Well, I probably could. Yeah. It's just then that, that means now, you should. But now do I want to? Yes. No. Yeah. I might be going off another travel day where I don't sleep at all. See, so I don't know if I want to do that. See well, what he's you saying? You obviously have a drinking problem if you're not sleeping. I know. You don't want to see the future halftime show of the Super Bowl? This no, that, that is going to happen. That is going to happen. I'm still with you on that. Yeah. We're going to be right. Oh, even though we we said it was for that one, yeah, you yeah. said it was you for did. Minneapolis. Yep. yep. Yeah. I don't know, man. Freaking stupid Maroon Five. Blech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maroon Five sucks. Yeah. Two, three. He loves them. Sometimes you gotta right. bleed to know. 
Maroon 5? No. Man, I can't wait. So I haven't listened to the new album yet. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, oh. I've just I've just heard um, Jumpsuit, but oh, I haven't even listened to it. I have. It's really good, dude. Yeah. Is it, that song's sweet. Yes. Is it less poppy and more like Jumpsuit? Uh, uh, yeah, I would say on the whole, yes. Not, yeah. all the way, not all the way through, but yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I love it. I love when bands don't feel like they have to stick to one uh, um, template anymore. I, I think that is one of the great benefits of the YouTube generation is bands are free to be completely whoever they want to be. They don't have to please the radio necessarily, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love, 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 love that, man. You should hear the new Matt Nathanson record. It's fantastic. It's very good. Is it good, too? It's so good, yeah. dude. It, the one record, one song will sound like a... Uh, a fight for fighting song. The next song sounds like a um, uh, Taylor Swift song. The next song sounds like The Killers. It's just it's whatever he feels. He, it's he, really good. It's the best. I like man. him. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, kind of sneaky. I don't think about him, and yeah. then I hear a song. I'm like, yeah, he can he can sing. He His song are, are faster wails. Yeah, you should play that. Great point. I think you're probably right. He and I are close friends now, Ben. You and him are you? Yeah. Are you Eskimo brothers? We might be at some point. <laughs> I mean, if my wife says yes, then yes. Yeah. So Corey, I take it that you're not going. I am going. You are going. Oh, you are. Fan line, then over to uh, the old Exxon Energy Center for so 21 Power. Now I'm jealous. <laughs> Thanks for the invite. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, this song wails. Great song. This is sex making music. This is better. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is a song you and him became Eskimo uh, Brothers, yeah. too. I did an interview with him, uh, Ben, on, on, the, uh, the, uh, on the podcast machine. Yep. And we talked for like 45 minutes. It was the best time ever. We liked each other. We kissed. Uh, what's his story? Like, where is he from? What's his deal? Um, it's a long, drawn-out story. But uh, 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 he, he basically has made a career out of just being really, really a super cool guy and putting on a fantastic live show, right? And he's created markets like the Twin Cities that just love him and have created a career for him and, and left him... Uh, the ability to continue creating music even though he's not selling a billion records and that's why i think this record's so important for him i think he'll sell a lot of records this time and this record would not have existed if it hadn't been for small sure. markets like this sure. one yeah well, this is yeah. a hit though this is oh, yeah, a great but, but this song. was the hit if you know what i mean yeah and this was a hit here by the way this song's 10 years old yeah where's he from uh hell I remember and i think it's uh, you say hell he's from massachusetts yes yeah. So that, yeah, that's so right. He's a asshole. He's yeah. a asshole. Ma- you yeah. know, you know some assholes. Right? I know some. They're assholes. awful. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah. They're awful. Mm. They mostly work for Barstool, but they're they're awful. Mm. <laughs> All right, Jay. Well, uh, shall we talk about the game now? Hold on, hold on. Ben's bail on the Twenty One Pilot Show. To just skip the Jets game. I mean, the Vikings are going to win anyway. Let Greg do it. Oh, that's a great course. Yeah. Mm. That's sexual making music. I think you're probably right about that. Yeah, yeah if you ever want to make some sexual. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no? like that guy who plays for the Raiders. He's like, yeah, we lost, but I'm going to go home and make some sexual. Yeah. Bruce Buy Irvin, a nice blouse. Bruce Irvin said, the, who cares Look if they lost? Ben's They're going to go shirt. home make some babies. <gasps> I can say it. Ben. What? I like your blouse. That's Thank new, you. That's, that's my new thing. thing. Thank I, you. I'm going to start calling button-up shirts blouses again. I think that's great. 
Why was it? Is that really technically what it is? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> yeah, when you say I'm going to start calling that uh, that genre of shirt blouses again, again. Yeah. I don't know if the again part's accurate. No, but I've heard the word blouse before. I didn't make but it not, out. But not at a button down shirt for for a man, a dude. Right. Oh, here's the definition. Um, okay. Yes, please. A blouse is a loose-fitting upper garment that was formerly worn by workmen, peasants, artists, women, and children. It is typically gathered at the waist or hips, mm-hmm. so it hangs loosely, like uh, some of your parts. Today, the most commonly referred to as a woman's dress shirt. Can you, like, shut up? But I think by the early part of that definition... Uh, a button-up shirt is a blouse. I like yeah. that. I like the word you should blouse. should see the it lady in this picture hockey. It's got to be loose-fitting, though. Ben's is not loose-fitting. Well, He's it's buff. T- it's tucked in. It's tucked it in. Is tucked so in, I can so untuck. You got the un- Yep, you can untuck your blouse. I can untuck it. Yeah. I can blouse it up. You bunch it up a little up. bit at the bottom. I would yeah. love it if you, you did know, that. I like it. I Thank like you. it a lot. We're going with blouse yeah. from now on. Yes. I Thank you it. for your compliment. The State Fair t-shirt should just say nice blouse. It should be a blouse. Yeah. We should sell blouses. We should. The State Fair blouse is for sale now. Button down K-Fan shirt. at the end. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like it. A workman's shirt. Yes. And some knickers. Yeah. You know? What did you say? Some knickers, knickers. as well. Knickers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm not trying to get fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to randomly drop a racial slur. <laughs> and you're like, shut up. Uh, how did we do this year in terms of t-shirt sales? Did we kill it again? You mean blouse sales? Blouse sales. Did we kill the blouse sales this year or not? I'm think, guessing yes, you did, right? I think right? we killed it, especially uh, after the, uh, the the giant Friday night show. We we caught up and surpassed all the numbers. So we basically saved the rest of the station. Leave it to the Power Trip Morning Show just to do all the, the hard work here. Yep. There's Why only can't one the other shows carry their weight? I don't know. My God. There's only one winner. Tired of it. Great point. You should play that. There is only one winner. Go see it. And it's the Vikings. They won 27-17 over the Cardinals. The Vikings are 3-2-1. The Cardinals are 1-5. Uh, ben, last week we debated whose streak was going to last longer. Adam Thielen's streak of 100 yards or more to start the season. Uh, in a game, it's now up to six games. Or Daniil Hunter's sack streak, that's also up to six games. So both of them extended their streaks. Hunter with two sacks. Thielen with 123 yards. Um... Well, I, I heard part of your take last night on Fanline that yes, you're you're right. It is it's easier in a sense that Daniil Hunter has to just get one play. He needs one snap to continue the streak, right? One shot. He gets one shot. But isn't it kind of fun that they they sort of play off of each other? That Thielen's success means that the team is ahead. Usually, I mean, you could probably correlate that that the team is winning by. Some you know winning the game, which then puts the defense in a position where they can pin their ears back a little bit more, which then leads to more sack opportunities for Daniel Hunter. Right, or the one example in the last couple of weeks where that didn't necessarily make sense is when the Vikings had to pass to keep pace with the Rams, but because they were in a true shootout, that gave Daniel Hunter a lot of opportunities to get sure. off. So yeah. if you're a, if you're in a shootout, then obviously he still has opportunities. It's not just a run-the-clock-out kind of a situation. So, yeah, otherwise, sure. So far, that's made a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, you know, I would think, I would lean towards Daniil being able to continue the streak more than Thielen. But, you know, I, th- I feel like the last three weeks we've talked about Adam Thielen in, into each game, and the topic is how do teams guard against him and stop him? And you think you're like, well, you, you know, you could jam him, you could do this, and you could bracket him, and 
I'm sort of exhausted and trying to figure out ways to stop him. I, I really think the only way that you can stop him right now is if the offense in total just sort of sputters. Like Cousins has a bad game. The line falls apart. The line falls apart um, because he's going to get open. And now that Cousins trusts him, that it's it's really going to come down to the line and, and Cousins. And that's the only way you can stop the guy because he catches everything. He creates separation. He runs perfect routes. Um, he's strong enough to get off of said jams and and split double teams. He is athletic enough to jump high, like high point. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Meat sauce here with the weather getting warmer and warmer every day and being more like spring every day. And we heard that we're going to have maybe the warmest April we've had. It's time to open those windows and get that spring air in your home. If those windows have trouble opening or they just don't open at all, it's time to get new windows. And the, the place to get those windows is Window Nation and WindowNation.com. March is a critical time to check your home's windows. If, you're, if your windows are cracked, leaking, or they won't open, or they just stay open, that's a massive problem. Now is the time to call Window Nation. You buy two windows, you get two free, plus zero down, zero interest, and zero payments for 20 four months that's the best deal of all time it's also the best deal in windows you buy two you get two windows free any style from my friends at window nation windownation.com plus you put zero down zero interest and zero payments for 24 months call 866-90-NATION that's 866-90-NATION or visit them at windownation.com i love those people windownation.com bye Hit the ball and, and fight for contested footballs if they're thrown up high so he he really is a the the perfect balance of everything you're looking for in a receiver. And now it's just going to come down to can Cousins get him the ball enough times in enough you know space opportunities for him to run after the catch. You just basically summed it up. But the teams know he's getting the ball, and he still, with all that you said, still gets the ball. It has to help that Stephon Diggs plays on the other side. Oh, for sure. You know, Stephon is. I'm just waiting for him to to go on a streak of of 100-yard games, too, because he's got it in him. Um, you see the the routes that he runs as well. I mean, his his twitchiness is the best on the team and in one of the best in the – one of the tops in the league as far as his suddenness, his ability to come in and out of breaks, and, and he can catch basically every ball that comes in his radius as well. So it, it's just a matter of time before he goes off, and that's probably going to pull some some yards away from, from Adam. But then on top of that, I'd – I have to give credit where credit is due, and Laquan Treadwell has continued to take small steps that I think, when you're starting to add it up over the a series of weeks, is becoming a nice number three receiver. And he's he's catching uh, with with much more regularity, cleaner footballs, no longer sort of double catching. Um, he's it's sticking to his hands, and then more importantly, I think he's running with more freedom. He he looks looser when he runs. His body looks looser. He's he's being more decisive when he runs. He's getting up the field as opposed to dancing laterally to try to find some space. If he could just catch the ball, stick his foot in the ground, and get vertical, that's his best weapon. And he's starting to do that. 
And not a coincidence, too, that uh, the top two picks and arguably one of the worst drafts in Vikings history actually both showed up yesterday because McKenzie, outside of the face-guarding pass interference on fifth which in the was, end zone. Which was sort of, yeah, a little, uh, I didn't really right. love that call either. So I'll give him a little bit of an I hate that he never looked back, and uh, Fitz did come back to McKenzie. But a little a, bit. That's a pro move by yeah, Fitz anyway. Yeah. But McKenzie never looked back. But again, you throw that out. It wasn't that wasn't a forty yard pass interference. They were right on the doorstep anyway, so that's not the end of the world. Uh, although you don't want that obviously ever, but uh, in general, outside of that, he seemed to be everywhere. And now looking forward, let's spin it full circle with Hughes out for the year with a torn ACL, unless the MRI somehow miraculously shows something else today. We're going to see a lot more of Mackenzie Alexander. So I don't know if yesterday's game should be uh, a sign of optimism, and we should say, hey, look, maybe he's turned the corner. Or the pessimist can come out and say, well, that's about the only time he's ever looked that good. So a big sample size of McKenzie the rest of the year should be a terrifying thing. Which way do you lean? That we should be a little optimistic or we should be mostly worried that we're going to see a lot of McKenzie the rest of the way? No, I think we should be very optimistic. You know, when you're a young player, it's it's not as if he's a 7th or 8th year guy and he has one flashy game and you're like, well, that's great, but he's got seven or eight years of negative equity built up where he's just an okay player. You know, he's still young enough, and there, and I think there's still... The evaluation from Zimmer and the staff was such that they were very high on him coming out of Clemson. And and I still think that's true. They're just waiting for it to mentally click. And I would say, as a whole yesterday, the defense did seem to move better. They were more together as one. Um, their pre-snap movements were were more in sync. Uh, they weren't jumping at some blitzes. They weren't tipping things off. They do, they they were disguising things better. They just seemed more more in control, and that trickled down to what I think McKenzie having a good game because he felt more comfortable. That okay, I can wait till I, till the snap of the ball to blitz. I can be a little bit more flat footed and react um, because I'm comfortable knowing that I'm properly aligned. I know where my help is at, and I'm not sort of frantically looking around because that's the thing that that people didn't see on the TV copy is the benefit of being at the game, either in the stadium or or in my position on the sideline. There are too many times in in all the games that we've played so far where he's sort of rushing to line up. Offense breaks the huddle, he gets a defensive call, and he's sort of a little bit of a head on a swivel like, okay, uh, which way am am I going left, am I going right? And then he like kind of runs over, and then he like it's a quick peek over to the corner or the linebacker to make sure like hey we're we're in the right I'm in the right coverage right or like we're doing the right thing because you still have to do that communication between who's got my help and where where's my leverage at and there was kind of too much of that going on and there was none of that yesterday he was very definitive about where he needed to go where he needed to line up the communication with the hand signals with the secondary guys it was like all right. This is it. This is the. This is what we're doing. And he played a lot better, a lot faster. We have about thirty-seven more questions. Can we get to some of them when we come back? No, you got two more. That's it. That's it. I have like time for two more. Time for so, two more. Time for two more. Sauce teases with one. Give us uh, one of your good ones. I have one. Can't touch this. That's a hell of a tease. He'll have a question. <laughs> For Ben, and when we come back, but also, Paul, your hands up. If you want to win some cash, text WIN to 200-200. That's WIN to 200-200. If you want to hear Ben's answer to that question, stay tuned.
That's right. You know who's legit, right? Tommy Olsen. Yeah, Tommy Olsen. That's true. He is. You know what? You're right about both those things. But it's legit when your quarterback is throwing balls like he's throwing the balls now. And he talked about yesterday, he being Kirk Cousins, double dipping. I've never heard of that before, except for in a negative connotation. Coach Zimmer talks about that. He calls it a double dip, where you finish the half and you start the half, the second half, and you score on both possessions. And he said, many times when you double dip, you can put teams away quickly. Because Coach Zimmer preaches it, a guy like Kyle Rudolph is on the sideline saying, hey man, let's double dip. You know, before we even go down and score to end the half, we're talking about how important that is to do that. And uh, today we were able to, you know, would have loved to have been able to do more in the second half to really pull pull away. Now, double dipping sounds like a sexual euphemism, but it also, of oh. course, was made famous on Seinfeld when uh, George Costanza double dipped a chip. Of course. And we all learned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't do that. that. You don't double dip the chip. You don't double dip the chip. No. Nope. Not at a party. Right? You can double dip a chip all day long if you're just eating by yourself. True, but you don't want to get in that habit. Like, it's, it's just best to not double dip even in private. You know the, um, the Baskins and Robins and Wyzetta? Uh, I don't know that. I don't I think do it's there that. anymore. It definitely is there. Why wouldn't you just go to Honey and Mackey's? It's right off of 55. Where, where is there a Baskin Robbins and Wiseau? It's like right by the, the, the lake. It's like right there on you the main You mean Ben drag. and Jerry's? Oh, yeah. It's oh, Ben and Jerry's. I'm sorry. Yeah, Ben and Jerry's. That's it. Yeah, yeah I know sorry, my, my ice fault. cream spot. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I apologize. You're right. I get them wrong. They both start with a B. You know what I mean? Come on, give me a break. Baskin Robbins hasn't been around for 50 years. There's a Baskin's Robbins somewhere. I doubt it. Whatever. Who cares? My point is... um. Double dip. It's too much ice cream. Huh? They gave me a double dip of ice cream. That's called two scoops. Yeah, two scoops, right? Nobody says, give me a double dip, please. You say, say, how many scoops do you want? I appreciate... No one says the effort. No one. By the young person behind the counter and how much he looked. I must have looked famished, right? (laughs) He gave me a half a gallon of ice cream. On a sugar cone. Oh, cone! And, and I'm gonna tell you, I love ice cream, but I needed a forklift to get it out. Where was this? <laughs> you wish. Mm-hmm. Some place that starts with a B that serves ice cream and why is that? So let's let's talk about what you just alluded to because I am an ice cream aficionado. You that are. is my vice. There's no doubt about that. You are tough to beat, specifically homemade waffle cones. Right when the love when them. the the ice cream shop makes them in house, jackpot. But if you're gonna get a bucket full of ice cream. Yeah. You got to put it in a bowl. Got to put it in a bowl. Because as much as I love the waffle cone, yeah. I hate racing against time. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to eat it fast, but I also don't want to eat it fast and, and you know look like yeah. a Gustus Gloop because the, my hand's all full of melted ice cream. I, I, I hate racing. I want to be, I want to enjoy my ice cream, not be nervous the whole time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Exactly. I right. hate once it right. starts like running all over your hands and your hands get sticky and you look like a total idiot. But yeah. my God. It's a treat, not a problem. Let me right? tell you right now. Mint chocolate chip ice cream. Oh. Is that, if you could only have one I think flavor, would I that be it? I think that's my it? new jam. I Corey? think that's become my thing. Mint chip ice that's cream. One that's flavor a hard one to beat. Yeah, it is. What would it be? I know what he's going to say, I think, because I've been with him forever. We're a married couple. Well, without the it would be between two. Like my real marriage. Jesus. I would. Coffee. Probably. No, that was my jam like puffy? seven, <gasps> eight years ago. You changed I'm a little up? bit off coffee ice cream now, although it's spectacular. If I had to pick one, I'd probably say cookie dough. Uh, or cookies and cream from Honey and Mackey's. Yeah. Which is somehow better than everybody else's cookies and cream. I just thought there was no way you could get it better. It's just, it's one of the more basic kinds of ice cream, but they just crush it. They had a mini donut ice cream that was legit. 
legit. Yeah, it's too legit to quit. Golly, do I love ice cream. Even though I think yeah. they quit it. Ben, I think do you it was eat a ice seasonal cream? one. Occasionally. I had some the other day. What'd you it's have? good. Um, I actually had a coconut almond, and it was fantastic. What the hell? Yeah, coconut yeah. almond? Yeah, it was That's really good. It's like you're trying to eat healthy while you're having ice cream. That's just... Well, I, the thing yeah. is, I'm a sucker for coconut. Like, coconut-flavored stuff. Do we I like sherbet? it. No kidding. Um, it's kind of like when I see shrimp and grits on a menu. I can't not get it. Mm. I don't care what else is on the menu. I get the shrimp and grits. Is that right? Yeah, I don't know why. No. It's like a thing. Um, mm. So I did... I Well, the the other part of it is the, the group that my kids and my buddy that was in town and his kid... They all got like the standard stuff, so I knew I was gonna like sort of get some of theirs. Yeah. So even with yeah. my own kids, yeah. like okay, well I'm I'm gonna have yeah gonna have the chocolate chip. I'm gonna have this. That's true. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I'm gonna get something else because they're not yeah. gonna finish it, or because you're just gonna because, take some anyway. Well, both. Yeah. They're definitely I mean, not gonna yeah. finish it. They Obvious. never do. Because well, yeah, my four year old was racing against the clock because he was he was running <laughs> down the yeah. deal, mm-hmm. and so of course you know I had to use my adult sized tongue to help him out. Yeah, well, you you know, good thing you were there. Oh. Yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, good job, yep. Dad. Your tongue was yep. on fire. That ice cream was melting. Yeah, tongues yeah. of fire. To tongues of tongue. at the ice cream listen, shop. Listen to his tongue. I can hear it. Get this man some ice cream, stat. Cool that tongue down, man. Um, oh, I know we're supposed to talk football. I got one more thing. Yeah, but I'd rather talk about ice cream. Yeah, um, hey, we'll man. get to football. Yeah. Remember your story when you took the uh, um, the test about um, the food, food allergy thing? Yeah, and you said like a lot of the things you really like to eat. Like, you shouldn't have been eaten? Yeah. Check this out. You know Sarah Jane, my manager? Yeah. She did it? She did. Chicken and caffeine. No! Oh, no! I know! Oh, the word. Caffeine and chicken. Right. Think about if I took I that know. test. If the doctors told me you basically have to minimize or eliminate chicken or caffeine, I would shoot myself. <laughs> I, I, I'm yeah, you would. You would I wouldn't be survive. able to live. Yeah. I'm afraid to take the test now. If I come back and I can't have caffeine, what is she going? Is she going to do it for a little bit? See yeah, how she yeah. feels. She's on it right now. Yeah, she's trying to do it right now. No caffeine. No caffeine. Oh, none. I none. quit. None. And think about everything that disqualifies. Yeah. Everything. Everything. Right. Chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. And and chicken too. Yeah, chicken. Yeah. Chicken. Weird, right? Yeah, chicken. But whales, see that. But... See that was my one of my original stories. The the way I found out about about this test was I was talking to. Uh, NFL football player who will remain nameless. Um, and he said he took the test and was like, uh, he was allergic to chicken as well. So he had to move on to turkey. Yeah. Yeah. Which I could do turkey, you know, but just it, think about, and I'm sure it was the same thing to do. I was just saying, like, we in, in the band drink five hour energies like idiots. Oh, I'm sure. Do you know how many five hour energies she consumed? Like, and, and she had an allergy to it, right? And do you know how much chicken? Right? That you eat in your lifetime? She should feel, within a week to 10 days, she should feel just from the caffeine withdrawal alone, elimination, Yeah, is going to feel amazing. That's what they told her. Yeah. Right. And I, the first three have you days, guys ever done she's that? been intolerable. So, so, so in the off season, <laughs> in, so in the off season I'll, I'll just like, I'll just stop caffeine, you know. Really? For like a month, mm. right? No. Are you insane? The first week, miserable. I can't imagine what I'm miserable. Do. Well, yeah. part of it's habit, right? Part sure. of it's just like walk over to the coffee maker every morning, mm-hmm. yeah, make a cup of coffee. I like the I like the warm. I like yeah. the habit of doing that, right? right? Love that. But there's like three or four days where like you just have that dull headache. Yeah, I had a dull headache like right in my temple, just like it was just sort of nagging, like right there, and it just 
kind of made me miserable, kind of made me agitated. But then after that, like, fourth or fifth day, it's like, you know that 3 o'clock lull that sometimes you're like, Man. I need another cup of coffee? Yeah. Never had that. I call that nap time. Yeah, same. Really? But I, I was able to just, like, power through. I, like, didn't even think about it. I'm like, wow, I, I have, like, energy all day long. And you stayed up for a while, but you're back on now, obviously. Well, during the season, I just, yeah, I go yeah, right you back. you have to do it right, right? Yeah, I, I don't think boy, I Boy, oh, boy, I'm going to experiment and see. No, don't do that when you're on the See, air. the thing is. You'll become a crabby bitch. The, the thing is, <laughs> the, the benefit that I have is, you know, I'm not up like you guys are at 4 o'clock every morning and yeah. do a radio show where you guys have to be energetic all the time. So in the off season, like I can kind of go through that little, that hellish period, yeah, and it won't affect my right, job, right, right, right. If I don't have caffeine, I just walk around swinging my dead arms like this. Yeah. Like, I like yeah. it. I, I kind of that's my new favorite dance. Let me just do this. I think it's terrible. So did, was Musk correct on the on the broadcast? Is that where it's from? Well, here, uh, no, he no. Was the not, weekend no. at Bernie's thing is dead wrong. Check this out. Yeah, this yeah. is Musk Kirk doesn't Cousins know what he's himself, talking about. Um, actually, after the end, Kirk saying uh, about the dead arm dance. Uh, Adam calls it the dead arm dance. He said that's what they used to do back in the day at Mankato State, and it looked pretty familiar because I've been at some parties where some people who can't dance do that as well. And so I like to embrace my inner uh, well, my limitations as a dancer, I guess. I honest about. So uh, I said, well, that's a dance I can get behind. So weekend at Bernie's one. Neglects a lot of science because rigor mortis would set in. The guy would smell awful all oh, weekend yeah, long, yeah. right? But otherwise, they didn't deal with the supernatural. They just dealt with a little bit of scientific neglect. Let's just have a dead guy. We'll carry him around. He'll be loose. Yeah. Right? Kind of like a rag doll. Yeah, yeah sure. He won't. We'll bury him yeah. in the sand. We'll play Monopoly with him. It'll be a great time. He had a good time. Right. Bernie seemed to have a great time. He went water skiing, yeah, temporarily yeah. body surfing a little bit. Probably best week of his life. Maybe. Well, the the weekend started off pretty poorly, but technically it did get better for him as it went. Although he got shot later again too, multiple times. Jeez. Point That's is, point he did, yeah. the second film. Have you guys all seen Weekend at Birdies two or no? no. I didn't no. know it existed until I, this morning. I haven't seen no the first clue. one. First one's a classic. The second one is horrific, and the theme is whenever he hears this kind of Caribbean music because there's been a voodoo spell put on him. <laughs> He starts walking and dancing towards the treasure. But when the music stops, he stops. Does he just fall on the ground like yeah, a ragdoll? <laughs> yep, it falls back onto the ground. That's ridiculous. So He's like Woody from yeah. Toy Story. So yeah. they, they realize that he's going towards the treasure, and they have to cleverly figure out a way to get the headphones on him underwater because the treasure is at the bottom of the ocean. And he has to dance underwater to the treasure. Sounds it's, pretty stupid. It is <laughs> just dumber than hell. Wait. Uh. But you only have to see the movie once, even though I've seen it 40 times. <laughs> you only have to see it once to realize how to do the Weekend at Bernie's 2 dance, which is a real s- severe lean back. <laughs> you have to be all the way back. And the only guy who did it in that group the first time was Cousins, the rest of them just swayed back and forth. I, I told the story last night on Fanline, but you know, my daughter was at gymnastics on Saturday. She basically did the dead arm dance because she's bored waiting for her turn to run down the vault ramp. Right, right. That's what kids do. They daydream. They're not paying attention. They just kind of sway back and forth. There's not a lean back like Weekend at Bernie's, too. Mm-hmm. I quickly debunked Muss's theory about <gasps> Weekend at Bernie's. You really did. Everybody else on Twitter was like, ah, it's the Weekend at Bernie's dance. Are you nuts? <laughs> Have you ever seen it? Of course, that's wrong. 100% wrong. 
Um, can I ask a question? Because I'm currently watching the Weekend at Bernie's trailer. How does one he, or two? One. How oh. does he die? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Meat sauce here with the weather getting warmer and warmer every day and being more like spring every day. And we heard that we're going to have maybe the warmest April we've had. It's time to open those windows and get that spring air in your home. If those windows have trouble opening or they just don't open at all, it's time to get new windows. And the, the place to get those windows is Window Nation and WindowNation.com. March is a critical time to check your home's windows. If, you're, if your windows are cracked, leaking, or they won't open, or they just stay open, that's a massive problem. Now is the time to call Window Nation. You buy two windows, you get two free, plus zero down, zero interest, and zero payments for 20 four months that's the best deal of all time it's also the best deal in windows you buy two you get two windows free any style from my friends at window nation windownation.com plus you put zero down zero interest and zero payments for 24 months call 866 nation that's 866 nation or visit them at windownation.com i love those people windownation.com bye bye well why, overdose why, yeah but we, we i mean spoiler alert and I didn't know uh, Ruol Julia's in it. Hmm. He's not. I don't think that's a person. Yeah, the guy that. No, that's not. That's not Ruol Julia. The guy that plays the. Uh, the guy that kills him. The guy that plays Adam's dad and yeah, that's, Adam's family. It's not the same guy. No, it's not him. I will bet you a thousand dollars that's not Ruol Julia. Okay, let me look here. But, but, uh, I've seen Weekend at Bernie's one point seven million times. The guy that kills him. The guy that kills Terry Kaiser, a.k.a. Bernie Lomax, <laughs> is not Raul Julia. It looks why, just like Why him. would you ever debate him on a fact about an 80s television I've seen movie? I've yeah, exactly. seen we get Bernie's a billion times. Right. It was on the USA Network every Saturday in the 90s. <laughs> and I mean the decade again, not the club. <laughs> Mikey's News is next. We'll talk Dead Arm Dance. We'll talk Adam Thielen. And apparently, Ben Lieber, your love for Mike Boone. You want to talk Boone when we That's come back? That's correct. Yes. Let's talk Boone when we come back. Power Jim Morning Show on the fan. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We are the Power Trip Morning Show, your home of all things purple and golden go for football and Minnesota Wild hockey. We thank you for tuning in. We're very excited to break down Vikings news momentarily. But also, in the next segment, perhaps I can talk the lovely and talented Ben Lieber into talking to me about that near victory for the Golden Gophers at Ohio State on Saturday. I watched almost that entire game. I'm going to tell you right now, minus some fumbles and some... Uh, hmm, strange officiating plays? Yeah, right. Like, yeah. The, the non-review? Uh, yeah, which I... Oh. Yeah, that was frustrating. Anyway, but they almost won that game, and they could have won that game. And I know that Ohio State did not come to play, and when it comes to apples to oranges, Ohio State's 15 times better. But, man, what a game for our Golden Gophers on Saturday. Did you watch any of it, I, I wish I watched one second of it. It was so much not, fun to I watch. I cannot lie and say I watched any of it. They had them for but a second. I was definitely checking on my phone, mm-hmm. and I saw that the halftime score. I'm like, wow. Yeah. 
they're in this game. They put up a fight. Yeah. I just for love a half. I just love college football. I know. I just Isn't love great? it. It's so much fun. And and when the, when they were playing with Ohio State, I was thinking to myself, how great would it be if we had an, an Ohio State like team? Oh, or even yeah. at Wisconsin. Or or even, you know what, at like an Iowa uh, team. Yeah, I, they're perfect. That's a great one. A, yeah. An Iowa style team that was from time to time good enough to win it. If you're an I if they're if they're at the caliber of an Iowa Iowa State where they're good for a yeah. you know, eight wins, uh maybe oh. one big upset a year. That's that's yeah. fun, right? I'm buying I mean, in 100. percent Yeah, I think that there's this, there is this separation that's starting in college football where I think fan bases are because there's so much importance on just the Final Four um, that it's like if your team's not going to be one of the contenders in the in the college football playoff, then it's well, why am I why do I pay attention? Yeah, yeah. but there's man. still really good football teams that win eight nine games. Oh, it's just so much fun too, man. They that's a lot so of much. fun to watch. Oof. Just to be just to be competitive, to have a couple stars on both sides of the ball. Um, I do. I really think that they're getting there. They're they're onto something. It's just a matter of time, and hopefully, barring no major injuries in the next couple mm. of years, they're they're right there. Anikstead does some good things, man, and he that's does. a true freshman. And, and and that big kid that played right tackle for them, that's yeah, a how, man. How'd he do? Did they, he did, did they... very well. He did very well. I, 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 yeah, he he played very well. They ran behind him quite a bit. I, I would say the best thing I could say is I never said, boy, he got beat. You know, I, right, I mean, right, I, I, right. he didn't look overmatched at all. And it's hard to be six nine and be overmatched, but still, you get my point. Well, you you look at the first thing that comes to mind is well, he's going to get speed rushed. Right. I didn't see you know, they're I'm gonna, sure it happened. I didn't see it. They're going to line up a little wider, and they're just going to hit that edge. And, yeah. and uh, I'm sure, obviously, they're, they're waiting for that. Yeah. And I haven't seen this guy play, but yeah, maybe he's athletic enough. That's not an issue. Man, he's enormous. I don't know. Count me a fan, man. Go, 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 and go for football. I'm excited. It's time for Vikings News. Touchdown! Presented by Radco. Uh, it's your truck accessory pro store. Thanks, Radco. Yesterday, Latavius Murray had 24 carries for 155 yards and one touchdown, a uh, face mask touchdown. I want to ask Ben about that first before we move on. Uh, you played defense. Is it frustrating that offensive players can stiff arm and basically yeah. touch and grab the face yep. mask of defenders, but it can't go the other way around? I'm not saying Latavius Murray uh, broke any rule because I think everybody saw the stiff arm, but uh, but they look pretty frustrated, right? That. Like, what am I supposed to do? The guy grabbed me by the face mask and shoved me. Uh, that would be frustrating. There, I actually saw, and now that it's all blending together, because I did end up watching the LSU game. I watched some other college football games on Saturday and then um, some football on Sunday. So I'm not sure what game it was, but they did call an offensive face mask. And the, Rare. And the only reason they'll call it is if it's an extended amount of time where you sort of pull on the mask. Hmm. You can... You can put your open an open hand paw right on the ma- the mask and push, but at any point in time you clinch that face mask and it looks like you pull it. That should be an offensive face mask. Do you yeah. believe though in the uh, the safety world that we live in in the NFL that at some point in the next let's say five to ten years that that's just disallowed that there's going to be no hands allowed on face masks period that the stiff arm at some point will go away unless it's, unless it's a stiff arm to the chest. I don't think so. I wonder. I don't, I don't think so. I mean, it, it all happens so fast, and guys are always at different angles. And even when you're running, you think about like how much your body changes its angles. Um, that's going to be really hard to uh, to enforce that you can't, as an offensive player, even touch the face mask. And I know that, you know, even even for defensive players, they allow they allow a defensive lineman's hand to go up in the head and neck area of an offensive lineman, the legal hands to the to the face. They'll allow it. You just can't hold it there. And I think that actually happened in the Vikings game as well. That um, I think Weatherly did it. 
that uh, you can you can get it up there and it can be part of your move, but you just can't like forcibly push it up and then hold it there for an extended amount of time. That's when they call it. So there is leeway even within those rules. So Dalvin Cook was a late scratch, right? I think all of us assumed he was going to play. He was a late uh, scratch. He was inactive. So Murray gets the uh, workload, 24 carries, 155. But one carry to Mike Boone. It went for 20 yards. I I heard uh, hockey sort of tease this thing, and... I certainly am not going to share. I'm not. I'm not like that upset by it. I, it's more of a frustration and of and a confusion because I think personally that he won the competition the preseason between Rock Thomas. Like I, I thought that he had. Even though Rock splashed early, I thought overall Mike Boone was just a better runner. Like he he could hit the holes with more power. He could he he had a little bit more more wiggle. I think you can do more things with him. But as the season's going on. That Dalvin's been out and they need, you know, a second, third running back. He just doesn't get the carries. And the only thing that I can think of is they probably just don't trust him because from my eye test, he's the better runner and he's more productive. Just like, you know, I know it's a, a small sample size, but you saw what he did with one carry. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wonder if there's just an issue where they just don't trust him that he is, he's picked up the offense and that's. That's all I can think of because I think talent-wise and skill-wise, he's in some ways, I think, even more explosive than Latavius. Did the offensive line play well against their defensive line from a rushing standpoint, or are they just a bad rush defense? They're both. I mean, listen, I've already heard the the critics on Twitter saying, well, that's a terrible team that they played and blah, blah, blah. But what do you... What do you want them to do against a bad team? Not be successful? You want them to struggle? So there, there are times where, where the Cardinals got the best of them. I mean, listen, the offensive line didn't play outstanding. They didn't play flawless. Uh, they gave up a bunch of sacks. They have some players on the other side of the ball. So, yeah, I, I think that they're not statistically a great rush defense. But we still took advantage of that and made the most of it. There were some times where we didn't have any holes and and they got the best of us, uh, but majority of the time we took advantage of their of their more I think more than anything, their second level and their safeties. They have a pretty good defensive front, and it doesn't take a lot for a running back to find a crease. So it's up to the linebackers and the safeties to come down and make plays, and our guys made more plays than them. So yeah, I I think that their our offensive line did well enough to give whoever was running the ball. Adequate daylight to make some moves and make some guys miss. So Rashad Hill at left tackle, Brian O'Neill, the rookie at right tackle. Uh, we saw a lot of uh, batted balls by Kirk Cousins, four, yeah. five, six, yeah. something like that. Uh, how much do you attribute that to the rush and the offensive line, and how much do you put on Kirk? I put that on the play calling. Actually, I think the, I think they got too predictable. Um, I think it was it was especially early on. We didn't press the ball vertically down the field early. And I think that they understood that that's what, that was going to happen. Like, you got to take the temperature and, and, and predict what's going to happen during the course of the week. And they probably said, all right, in these situations, um, they probably respect our rush. They don't trust their offensive line yet. And they're going to go for shorter passes, just like we're going to do with Rosen for, for the most part. So they probably told their, their defense alignment that, hey, when we get in these, these, down in, these certain down and distances, don't rush the quarterback. Just keep your eyes on him, and when he plants his foot, get your hands up. I mean, it's an easy coaching point. 
It happens. I don't think it's a problem. I don't think it's going to come up every single game. I don't think it's an issue that Cousins has. I don't think it's an issue that Flip has. I think it just the circumstances led to the fact that we got a little bit too predictable where like it was like run, run, pass. Run, run, pass. Um, and it was all short and horizontal. Uh, specifically the first half, did we see a bar resurgence? Yeah. You know, I, I've always contended that Anthony Barr doesn't need to have statistical stat lines that blow you away to have a good game. By nature of his his position, especially in base personnel, which we don't see a lot of anymore, but he makes his presence known by just being physical, running downhill. Um, his energy is is magnetic. It does leach out into the rest of the defense. And it's weird to say that I think that he he is the motor that sort of churns this defense. And it and it's slowly becoming up to him and how he comes out of every game, whether or not I think this defense is going to play fast and aggressive. And I say that in an odd way because you've got guys like Harrison. You've got a $50 million player in Kendricks. You've got Linval. You've got well, – you, you don't have Everson anymore. And, then, and maybe that even furthers the point that he was always the spark plug, but he's no longer there. Daniil – is a quiet guy. There's no Xavier's out on the edge. He's a quiet guy. There's really nobody on the defense that's going to provide that major energy spark all the time. And it seems like when he does it more than anybody else, the team really responds. So I thought he played physical yesterday. I thought he was running the football a lot better. I think schematically they're now they're now getting better about not getting him or Kendricks sort of one-on-one out in space, which allows them to play more aggressive downhill. And and I, if they had to go through some lumps, play calling wise and other things in the course of the early parts of the season to figure out again to settle, I think this defense is starting to settle, and I think that's a good thing. They're getting more confident because they're starting to settle down, realize we don't have to make a play every single time we're on the field. We we win the situations and we're going to win the game, and they're doing a much better job of getting that confidence back. At some point in the 8 o'clock hour, David Morgan joins. Chris, do you have an idea when? I'm going to guess around 8.30. About 8.30 or so. Mm-hmm. David Morgan, we can ask him about Chandler Jones and how he uh, attempted to deal with him. Right, That was not easy for anybody. No. That definitely had to be a team effort. That guy's a beast. Uh, Band 5 is next with Ben Lieber. Meets us, Chris Hockey, and I'm Corey Coven. This is the Power Trip Morning Show on the Fan. Special request going out to Vernie this morning. Good morning, everybody. It's for your grandpa? No, a uh, different Vernie. What was your grandpa's name? Vernie. <laughs> it wasn't Vern. It was Vernie. Well, I, I really? mean, yeah, that's what we called him, Vernie. I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, that's what he went by, Vernie. Why? Can you imagine what a uh, weekend at Bernie's would have been like? Oh, I can. We just talked about I it. I can. Yeah, when I was uh, a, a very young man, I remember distinctly going to uh, spend the weekend with my grandpa, me and my big brother, Mike. And, and when we got to his house and, and mom and dad dropped us off and left us there, he said, uh, what do you guys want for dinner? And I said, uh, chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> and so he drove me <laughs> He drove me to the grocery store and I got an entire uh, um, uh, um uh, I think it's what Toll House chocolate chip cookie thing, and I brought it back and I ate them and ate them and ate them and ate them and ate them until I threw up. Yep, you were twenty five years old. <laughs> yeah, it was last weekend. Yep, that was my grandpa. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yep. 
Excuse me. That was my grandpa. That's the tamest story you have about him. That's the only one that's true. <laughs> and man, did your grandma hate your music. She did. Wait, is that true or did someone say that? Uh, psychic said that. Uh, Fan 5 is brought to you by <laughs> Continental Diamond and ContinentalDiamond.com. You know, Thanks, Continental Diamond. Truth. Corey. Is the truth. Nine That's straight the years, truth. best jeweler in the uh, the Twin Cities, thanks to Minnesota Bride Magazine readers. Yeah, they are so right. They're so right, aren't they? Yeah. Hmm. Should we kind of go around the league with Ben? We haven't really talked to uh, NFL outside of the Vikings. Well, I would like that because uh, I, I told this, uh, I said this to Tennessee yesterday when I was filling out my fan ball bracket, uh, you know, because I tried it for the first time yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, halfway through, I looked at Ben and I said, I legitimately don't know anything about football. Yeah. Who are you talking to? Uh, Tanabi. Dave Tanabi. Dave Tanabi. That's all right. Um, I think I got 3,600th place yesterday. <laughs> oh, you're so <laughs> I'm bad. Ter- I'm terrible. Wow. I'm terrible. I am terrible. Terrible. That's all right. Yeah, it's okay. I don't want to be good at it. I'd rather be bad. Why don't we do what really matters? All right. I read a score or a stat around the NFL, then you uh, say something else after Ben talks. Okay, good. I like it. The Chiefs lost their first game of the year. They are now 5-1. and one. They lose 43-40 to the New England Patriots. Who appear to be back on track. Their uh, the reports of their demise were greatly exaggerated. Yeah, they're four and zero at home. They're four and two overall. I think we've been saying they'll be bad forever. But but earlier in the year they started to look old and slow. They did. Yeah. And it was the Dolphins are going to win the division this year. I kind of fell for it because I watched the Patriots game where Twitter said they look old, and the whole time I was watching, I said they look old. They don't look old anymore. I don't know what it is, but uh, in two or three weeks they. Seem to have some juice back in their legs. Maybe Sony Michelle's part of that. Julian Edelman. I think I think it's a lot of Edelman. Edelman gives us just a different dynamic. Gronk looks healthier. No, he was sort of banged up early in the year, but he looks like he's he's sort of got his um his speed back. Yeah. I don't know. I I love that it was such a shootout last night and Tyreek looks unstoppable and Kareem Hunt is such a weapon. But where's the defense? Yeah. Like, no, no defense at all? Chiefs give up a ton of yards, yeah. always. Mahomes did have four touchdowns, two interceptions, 352 yards, a 110 rating. Slightly better than the 109.2 of Tom Brady, who threw for 340 and one score. But what really matters is this. It's a great question, Corey. Uh, during World War II, Russian fighter pilot uh, T. Kushchenov flew himself home after being shot down by stealing a Nazi fighter plane. The German pilot landed near his crash site uh, to go ahead and scrounge around the wreck to look for souvenirs. So he killed that guy, jumped in the plane, and flew it home. Wow. So the plane crashed, but it wasn't... It didn't kill him. But the plane was okay to fly home? No, no, I'm sorry. So he crashed his plane. Uh, the German who shot him down landed and started going oh, through I the see, wreckage. I see, I see. And he killed that guy and jumped in his plane and flew it home. <laughs> That's a badass. That's, a badass. <laughs> That's playing possum, too. <laughs> The Cowboys destroyed the Jacksonville Jaguars 40-7. to Dak Prescott with two touchdowns, 183 yards. He also ran for 82 yards and a touchdown, but 82 yards the second most ever, I believe, by a Dallas Cowboy quarterback. 82 yards rushing. Cowboys up to 3-3. Three and three. They're 3-0 three and oh at home. Jags fall to 3-3. Three and three. So, Ben, the Cowboys, what, a week or two ago. All- it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Meat sauce here with the weather getting warmer and warmer every day and being more like spring every day and. We heard that we're going to have maybe the warmest April we've had. It's time to open those windows and get that spring air in your home. If those windows have trouble opening or they just don't open at all, it's time to get new windows. And the, the place to get those windows is Window Nation and WindowNation.com. March is a critical time to check your home's windows. If, you're, if your windows are cracked, leaking, or they won't open, or they just stay open, that's a massive problem. Now is the time to call Window Nation. You buy two windows you get two free plus zero down, zero interest, and zero payments for 24 months. That's the best deal of all time. It's also the best deal in Windows. You buy two, you get two Windows free, any style, from my friends at Window Nation, windownation.com. Plus, you put zero down, zero interest, and zero payments for 24 months. Call 866-90-NATION. That's 866-90-NATION. Or visit them at windownation.com. I love those people, windownation.com. Also, in in knee-jerk fashion, a lot of people thought that Dallas was just dead, that Dak was exposed, that he's not the right guy moving forward, there's no juice in that offense. The Cowboys and Jags now both are 3-3. and Are the Jags dead, or is that another knee-jerk reaction? Are the Jags exposed as a team that probably overplayed their talent last year getting to the Final Four? Offensively, I think they did. They overplayed. Yeah, I think they overplayed. I, I'm I'm still not sold on Bortles. Bortles will have one good game, two bad games. One good game, two bad games. And last night was a bad game. And he'll make some throws that you're like, wow, that's 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 an NFL caliber throw. That's a really good throw. Um, and but then he just it's so much check down. It's no creativity. Um, he can be wildly inaccurate. I'm still not sold on Dak. I know Dak seemed like a comeback game for him, but he has to run the ball for him to be successful. I think that element, that that dual threat element for him, even at this level, has to be in his game. More likely to win their division, the Jags or the Cowboys. The Jags are in a three-way tie atop the AFC South. The Titans, Texans, and Jags are all three and three. The Colts are one and five. And then in the NFC East, Washington technically has a lead at three and two. Then the Cowboys and Eagles are three and three. The Giants are one and five. More likely to win the division, the Cowboys or the Jags. You know, I'm a big. I'm a more of a Deshaun Watson fan in Houston. I think that. I think they. I think the Cowboys probably have a better chance of winning their division than the Jags do this year. Hmm. Yeah, Watson was bad yesterday. I know. I like his style better, though. I think that they can win more consistently with that team. But All right. What really matters, though, is this. Uh, the test pilot for America's first jet fighter dressed in a disguise so that if trainees at a nearby base saw this new propellerless plane, they'd be more likely to think they were hallucinating because he dressed as a gorilla wearing a derby and smoking a cigar. Wait, what? Uh, wearing a what? What's a... A derby's a hat. Oh, it's a hat. It's yeah. like a blouse. Yeah. So, yeah, the guy, um, he dressed as a gorilla so that if anybody saw this plane, they would think they were hallucinating. What if they were completely sober? Yeah. Wouldn't you just say, 
What is that gorilla wearing a hat doing <laughs> yeah. flying a plane? What kind of cigar is that? <laughs> Right, I, that's what you would care about. I just about. report yeah. the facts, guys. I don't know. That's bizarre. Where what a weird get theory. That information. Mm-hmm. Strange. I, I'm online. Your Wait. former squad, Ben, the Los Angeles Chargers of Anaheim, are four and two, and Melvin Gordon's an absolute beast. 132 yards on the ground and three touchdowns. Uh, Philip Rivers, your old buddy, uh, two touchdowns and one pick, 207 yards. But the Chargers are four and two. Baker Mayfield and the Browns two, three and one. So sorry, Chris, your psychic opportunities. Uh, lost one more game yesterday. They are two, three, and one. And the and the thing that gets overshadowed with that team is, and the reason why it's starting to bubble up again about is is this a championship style team? Can they make a run? Is because they play some pretty darn good defense. Even without Bosa in the lineup, they can get after the passer. And in those situations where they have a slight lead and they can really get after it. That is now. It's not Baltimore Ravens like they were yesterday. That was that was, you know, tied an NFL record, I believe. That was one un- short. It was one short. Yep, the record's twelve, but that was a franchise record. Oh, 11 franchise sacks. That was an unbelievable display of getting after the passer. They're not at that level, but they're awfully good. And and Philip can sling it. So you always have to be ready that you can he can have any ball go over the top of your defense. But you're right, the Chargers had five sacks yesterday. That's a nice little game for them. Yeah. San Diego. Formerly the San and Diego Chargers. They got a super free touchdown when Russell Okung went way off sides and they didn't blow it oh, dead. You see, yeah. Have you seen yeah. that? They didn't blow it dead and he, he took like two steps. And the, the defensive end stopped too because it's like, well, they're going to blow the whistle, right? And then he threw about a 45 yeah. yard touchdown. Everyone stopped. But they didn't call it. Cool. It was weird. What really matters is this. I thought it was sweet. The name is lost to history, but we'll just call him a badass. During World War II, while parachuting from a damaged bomber, an American aviator downed a Japanese fighter plane by shooting the pilot in the head with his sidearm. No! Hmm. That seems like a tall tale, It right? does, doesn't it? I'm, I'm looking online right now at a very prestigious website. Uh, MSNBC.com? That's right. I'm doing facts about jets and stuff, by the way, in case you haven't noticed. Oh. <laughs> Do you have anything on... Uh... How about Sam Darnold? Yeah, damn. Got anything on him? Not yet. Okay. The Atlanta Falcons won 34-29 over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, although the Buccaneers were on the brink of one of the greatest finishes in NFL history. About a seven-lateral play that if Deshaun Jackson catches and runs it in, and he probably would have run it in, he had a path. They win at the buzzer in, again, arguably one of the greatest finishes ever, but instead he dropped it through kind of a fit, and they lose by five. Where would that have ranked for you in terms of the most bizarre or maybe most dramatic finishes ever? That would have been way up there. I know it's a regular season game, but my yeah. gosh, that would have been sweet. I know that's that's the only that's the only thing. It would have been up there as far as excitement, but unfortunately, because it didn't happen in the playoffs or the Super Bowl, it just would have been kind of lost in the shuffle as the weeks gone on. But that would have been so fun to see, and it was so close too. Very close. What was it? I think three or four laterals, right? Winston. Winston ran up the middle. To somebody else, I think. Then then somebody else. To to his left. Then somebody else to Evans, right? And I think then Evans to Jackson. So maybe four. Maybe four. Three or four. I forgot. But man, that would have been cool. What really matters, though, is this. Uh, We might have already known this just because of all of our travel. The average flight travels at 35,000 feet. But here's something I didn't realize. That's seven miles above the Earth. Huh. Seven miles. That's a lot. And where's the tip of Everest? Isn't it like at 30,000? I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't it like at 30,000? I, I really don't. 
That's oh. crazy to think of. That's so yeah, that's that what up. I'm saying. I, I, I think that they're. High is... I think it's something that high. Wow. Mount Everest is 29,029 feet. Yeah. 30,000, yeah. K2, wow. the mountain they made that movie about, is 28,000 square feet. And, and people do that with no oxygen. Yeah. Why would you do that? To test your body. Well, I guess. no wonder they die. Because it's there, That's just baby. stupid. Yeah. Because it's there. And those those Sherpas that help them out, they do it like yeah. a couple times yeah. a it's season. It's a great accomplishment for that <laughs> person who did it, but the Sherpa's like, yeah, I did that three times this Yeah, I'm, I'm carrying all your crap on my back, <laughs> right. and I'm going up this mountain. Right. right. Yeah. Where am I in the record books? Right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> wonder who the most successful Sherpa of all time is. Uh, From like Tom. He's not dead. Tom Johnson. Yeah, think the, about that, though. Like... Just a few thousand feet more, and that's where the commercial airliners yeah. fly. And wow. I think I think on my last flight we were cruising at thirty-two thousand feet. So it's not all you know. 30, you said thirty-five, 35 is like yeah. the average. Mm-hmm. We were like thirty-two, so we were just like skimming the top of Mount Everest. Wow! And somebody is hiking up that thing. Jeez, Louise. I'm just kidding. What a imagine. bunch of idiots! <laughs> Six hundred people reach the summit every year. There's a lot of great facts on this. Nearly 300 people are known to have died. They leave the bodies there? Yeah. There are, uh, what does extreme altitude do to your body? The area above 8,000 meters, approximately 26,000 feet from I Camp God, 4. I hate listening to you I know, read. it is hard. It's it called the death brain. zone, just like hockey's crotch. Because of its thin air and brutal weather, with my, gains in altitude, down there. Each breath draws less oxygen for the lungs and bloodstream, which is why most climbers, including guides, use supplemental oxygen. When you talk, I feel like you're an idiot. Typical effects of altitude include headaches, nausea, and exhaustion. Unfrozen caveman lawyer. But in the death zone, high altitude cerebral edemia can create... A lack of muscle control, impaired speech, confusion, and hallucinations. High altitude plumelia like, adena shut up. results yeah, in coughing that's and breathing. too much. That's way that's way Frostbite? Much. I'm not doing that. That's your fear out of yeah, everything uh, you just named, including the nasaya? All the nasaya that you get when you feel sick to your stomach? Sherpas earn 6000 per expedition. It's like a dollar an hour. Not nearly enough. That's not <laughs> no. enough, actually. It's no. Not, for what they have to do, it's not enough. They'd... Deal with all that Nasalia and <laughs> I know, man. The Nasalia alone. Yeah. <laughs> Lead guides make ten K. But they're not that's, immune to dangers according to this story. That's like four tennis shoes for you, right? That's a lot of money on shoes. I don't buy shoes anymore. I go barefoot. Hmm. Yeah, it'd be good for you. Well, play the Captain Caveman sounder again. Yeah, that's because you're caveman. I miss Captain Caveman. Captain He's caveman. dead. That was great. Caveman! Paul, read more things. You want to win some cash? Yeah. Text BANK to 200-200. That's BANK to 200-200. All right, David Morgan, somewhere in the uh, realm of 15, 20 minutes from now. The more of Ben Lieber and that Vikings breakdown. Right after this on the Power of Your Morning Show on the fan. When I met you. I've been living outside of Philly. Yeah, I'm so far away. 
I've been gone for more than a minute. Is the neighborhood the same? Oh my God! Jeez. This song wails. Is that Charlie? No, that's, no, that's uh, Daryl and John. Yeah, what is this? Forget me not, forget me not, forget me not. Do you want a CPA dance to it? There he is. David Morgan will join us via phone at 835 to break down yesterday's big win. But first, let's just go rapid fire, Ben. We're going to lightning round the hell out of you. Oh, yeah, I love right. it when we do this. Do you want me to, to, hurry, up. Yeah, me to hurry up and do this? Do you want me to read more Mount Everest facts? Absolutely not. No. I found more. Paul, I'd like you to go first. Okay, with... A question for Ben. Oh, uh, Ben, yesterday we saw Kirk Cousins play football for the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> no. And there were a lot of people that suggested, and you have proof of it with the stats, he's better on the road. Why is that? I wish I knew. Okay, thanks for playing along. I don't know why he's better on the road. I mean, how do you answer that? Well, May- you put me on the spot. I'm not prepared. Uh, let me just let me just entertain this question. Maybe because uh, a lot of guys feel less distracted on the road, and that maybe allows you to play a little bit faster, so you can um, just kind of be in your element a little bit more. Sometimes at home, there's family and friends in town, and you just can't like get in your groove right away. I don't know. That's my best guess. Hmm. Chris, oh, I get to go next. How big of a loss is Mike Hughes if he is in <sighs> fact torn ACL? How would he know? <laughs> um that's it's very big very big um he was really starting to come in his own i mean it's great that mckenzie uh, i feel like is starting to hit his stride a little bit more so that's good on one end but this team has always sort of been looking for quality depth in the secondary and with terrence retiring and joining the coaching staff and now we've got mike hughes potentially gone for the season we've heard a lot of things about holton hill um, you know, Cheryl's is back as well, so maybe you'll see a little bit more of Cheryl's. It is nice that we've got J. Ron Curse that can, that can fill in at the nickel spot, um, which was a huge surprise to me that, that they're having Curse play that, that position. They obviously love his athleticism, even though he's like 6'4", uh, to go in there and spell some. I think they're going to have some options, but obviously it's not going to be what you're truly looking for. And again, if Trey Waynes is going to keep proving that you know, he may not be reliable from a health standpoint as the season goes on. Um, you're really going to potentially miss him, especially if Trey goes out. Hmm. All right. Are you a little surprised based on his performance yesterday that we didn't see George Iloka earlier this season? No, no, because even even though that you have familiarity with a system, the fact that he wasn't really in that said system exactly um, since Mike Zimmer's been out of Cincinnati that there, there are just nuances that he's got to get back to, and he even said it himself. Like, there are certain habits that they taught and techniques that they taught in Cincinnati that he doesn't want in his defense, and he had to break them of those habits, and that takes practice time. That takes reps. Um, so I think for the benefit of him, him himself, that I'm sure George needs to get his feet wet, get his eyes right, get his keys right, so he can play fast. No, I think it's, this is the, the right time for him to come in. Damn it! Is Harrison? Yeah. Oh, is it my turn? Are we just going around the going around in a circle? Turn, yes, we're is going Harrison counterclockwise. Smith for Harrison Smith having an off season. 
Say that again. Like, is he have like I? He's not playing like the Harrison Smith were used. Oh, he didn't mean is his season currently in off season mode where he's vacationing. Is he having an off an off season? No, I don't think so. I, you know, he benefits from he benefits a lot from all this the the pre snap movements and stuff like that. And he's one of those guys that really benefits, kind of like the defensive line when when we're up and we have a lead. I think that's when he's the most impactful because he can really do a lot of things in the blitz game and, and playing in the box. But when they are getting hit just like they were um, against the Rams, you saw how ineffective he was. And then you go back to the Philly game from the championship game, how ineffective he was when the defense has to play on its heels a little bit and, they, and they're playing a little bit of a guessing game. No, I, I don't think that he's had an off year at all. I think he plays within the, the scheme of what they're doing, and he a lot of times is what helps out because of his movements, help out the rest of the defense. So he does a lot of hidden things, I think, within the defense that you won't see in the stats. But, no, I, I think he's having a fine season. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> uh, question for you, Ben. Chris yeah. Hockey, Power Trip Morning Show. Yep. You're worried that uh, our guy, Kirk Cousins, uh, even though he's having a hell of a year, is going to end up breaking in half at some point because he gets knocked around so much every game? Mm. I think you always worry about that. I mean, the the more times you get hit, obviously, the more likelihood that you're going to get hurt. Four more sacks yesterday. Yeah. Um, no, because I th- I think that, again, this is with the caveat, this was a bad rush defense, and I'll throw that out there as well, but there was a commitment to the run game. Mm. And I think that Dalvin, I think by all intents and purposes, everybody's going to guess that he's going to be 100% healthy for next week. It sounds like he they thought that he was going to be healthy enough to play in this game, and they actually had a snap count for him in this game, and then he got up to pregame warm-ups, and they're like, no, not quite ready yet. So once he comes back, and I think that that flip now has more of a commitment to the run game, I think that's all going to help out. Because what is what what, what did Kirk Cousins do the best when he was at Washington was he was a phenomenal play-action pass quarterback. That's really been non-existent within this offense because there's been no run game. I think once they start doing that more... Man, it's going to make this offense even more dynamic, and it's going to keep defenses guessing a little bit more. It's going to help out the offensive line uh, with their blocking schemes. So, no, I I think that you're going to see less pressure and less hits on the quarterback because the run game is starting to come around. Now, that's still an if. I mean, they still have to put that all together, but I think there are signs of improvement in that area. Good. (laughs) Was that arguably, top to bottom, our best special teams performance of the season? Dan Bailey, 5 for 5. Matt Weil had a nice bounce back game. No big returns, really, for the Arizona Cardinals. Any major complaints in the special teams department? No, I would still think that that on paper it looked good. I, I think that when Weil had that, that punt that ended up going down inside the five-yard line, I don't think that he hit that ball very well. I think that's just a fortunate bounce that he got. It was a pretty low kick. Um, so when you look at the health of that kick, I don't think it was great. You know, even Dan Bailey's, you know, the the two field goals that he had. That Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Meat sauce here with the weather getting warmer and warmer every day and being more like spring every day. And we heard that we're going to have maybe the warmest April we've had. It's time to open those windows and get that spring air in your home. If those windows have trouble opening or they just don't open at all, it's time to get new windows. And the, the place to get those windows is Window Nation and WindowNation.com. March is a critical time to check your home's windows. If, you're, if your windows are cracked, leaking, or they won't open, or they just stay open, that's a massive problem. Now is the time to call Window Nation. You buy two windows, you get two free, plus zero down, zero interest, and zero payments for 20 four months that's the best deal of all time it's also the best deal in windows you buy two you get two windows free any style from my friends at window nation window nation.com plus you put zero down zero interest and zero payments for 24 months call 866-90 nation that's 866-90 nation or visit them at window nation.com i love those people window nation.com bye I don't think that he punched them very well. I mean, I what was that, 48? The 48-yarder was right down the middle, but he... He's got a stronger he, leg than that. Yeah, like, that, was should, good, should, that was good from about 51, Yeah, you, sh- you should have been sweating hitting that crossbar on a 48-yarder with his leg. So I think... At least it was straight. Yeah, well, at least it was straight, right? Here. right? And, and I think that there are... It's great. I mean, they, they made them, and that's all that really counts, but... I think if you look at the operation of those kicks, it's probably still not 100% where you want Well, the long snapper doesn't have all 10 fingers, for God's sakes. What yeah. do you expect? That was freaking crazy. Bentley Ricard Rudolph has two touchdowns this season. Why isn't he a, a bigger part of the offense? You know, I just think that they really haven't truly needed to rely on him. You know, they have a lot of weapons now. You get, you get really close to the end zone and... You've got the receiving options that we've all talked about. You know, you've got a running game that you can now rely on. You've got a quarterback that's going to pull the ball down on a read fake and and go around the right side and make a guy miss. I just think that he's he's on a pretty potent offense right now, and it's it's hard to really spread the love sometimes. So, I think that's part of it. I think he's doing a wonderful job this year running after the catch. You know, that's that's something I feel like is is always needed improvement in his game, and he's doing more of that. You know, not going down after first contact, you know, ma- making one guy miss or breaking one tackle. I think he had one over the middle uh, yesterday. It took four guys to bring him down. So, you know, I think he's playing stronger uh, when he catches the ball. So that's a, that's a benefit. But I just think that there's a lot of love to be spread around with that football, and, it's, and, and his time will come. You guys are doing good. Thank you. Uh, can I have, I have a bonus question? Yep. How many games will Chad Kelly start for Denver the rest of this season? Now, I think Case had, what, 330 yards passing or something like that yesterday, so yeah. I, I don't know how those yards were accumulated, but when the coach had to go out and reiterate that, yes, he's our quarterback, that obviously there's something there, I don't know, man. I, I think that they have a lot of issues on that team. Um, you know, Defensively, they might be making a change at defensive coordinator. That sounds like, it's a, that sounds like it may happen with Joe Woods, uh, a former defensive backs coach here with Minnesota maybe losing that position. So they have a lot of issues on that team. This may be one of those throwaway years anyway. So they might just have to uh, roll with him to see if he can kind of pick it up as the season goes along. We'll talk to Vikings tight end David Morgan after this as he joins every week on Monday after a Vikings game. Either way, win or lose. But yesterday it was a 27-17 win over the Cardinals. David Morgan next on the Power Trip Morning Show right here on The Fan.
Welcome back, Power Trippers. Without further ado, thanks to our friends at Hy-Vee, where there's a helpful smile in every aisle. The very helpful, very talented, very attractive David Morgan. Now, David, I have to uh, have to ask you a question, okay? I'm ready for it. All right, David. Now, this is between you and I, okay? And and you can be honest here. It's just friends talking. Does it bother you that Meat Sauce hugs you in, in nothing but a towel? When, when you're just out of the shower, you're wearing nothing but a towel, and Meat Sauce hugs you, uh, do you need some more boundaries? Should we talk to somebody about this? No, I, it was totally bromance. It was awesome. Oh, okay. it, was, it was it was a big win. You know, we were in the moment. I was happy to see him. Okay, good. All right, just check. He checking. was also very excited to hug you in just a towel. Very. <laughs> I love it. Very. <laughs> it was the highlight of my weekend. It probably was. That's something. Uh, David, on a football note, on a serious note, uh, what is it like trying to stop Chandler Jones? Because you tried yesterday. Yeah, he's a big old guy. Obviously, um, he's had some incredible years of football played, and so he's an incredible player. So it was a, it was a, it was a test, especially the way we uh, we ran the ball last week. We were going at each other, and he's a it was he's a great player, and it was honestly a lot of fun to go against a guy that caliber. On the on the opposite side of that, you had a great block in the uh, Latavius Murray touchdown run. Tell us about that. Yeah, we just kind of had a – I kind of short-motioned um, kind of inside of Rudy. And the way they ran, they were just trying to kind of fill every gap as fast as they could. And so the guy Chandler actually crossed over Rashad's face. And the guy Rashad was working, he just kind of filled right into the hole to me. And so I knew that it was one of those plays where if everyone fits it up right, you can, you know, kind of catch yourself into a blitz on a run like that, it's going to be a big play. And so I knew pretty much I was – it was one on one with that guy in the hole, so I just had to make something, make a hole enough for Latavius to get through there. And uh, he had a hell of a run, and so I'm glad he's gotten the end zone. You guys ran the ball with much more effectiveness yesterday. You guys were mostly unbalanced as the season was going on when it comes to the uh, the pass run ratio. Uh, what's it do to you guys as you guys uh, enjoy this win and think about the next few games, knowing that now you guys have a little bit more balance in offense? Yeah, it's just going to help us. You know, whenever you can run the ball, it sets up so much. People have to honor the run game a lot more. They have to, and then that's when play action and things like that start uh, start popping open more. And we've done a great job of that thus far. But I feel like it's just going to help us down the road. I mean, down the road when you get in situations and you're up on people and you have to run the ball and run out the clock or just kind of wear them down, uh, it takes a toll on those guys. And so knowing that we did put that on film and go out there and do that successfully was really good for our offense. Uh, one thing that I'm starting to enjoy now after the games is some of the social media stuff that the Vikings themselves put out about Kirk Cousins uh, in his in his pregame speeches. Uh, are you how, how do you feel like he does in those moments? Does it seem like it's it's uh, it's something that gets you fired up, or you just kind of like smile and laugh with it? No, I love it. Honestly, I truly do. It's one of those things where, like, you know, Kirk's one of those guys where, like. Obviously, you said he's a, a funny guy, a good dude. Like, but whenever he's in that mode, like you know it's serious. You know, there's some people have like the fake energy, and fake energy is better than no energy at all. You know, if you if fake it till you make it, but you can tell he's like he is 100% serious, and it's awesome. You can see how our reaction is. You know, whenever we start screaming and stuff, and it's really cool to kind of get just that little mojo going before the game. If I got that fired up before the game, I'd have to go sit down and take a nap before the game started. So I'm, I'm I, that, that's it's fun to watch. I'll tell you. Let me ask you about something else that's going on that seems to be positive as well. It's the development of Laquan Treadwell. And after the game yesterday, he talked to Greg um, in the in the locker room quite a bit about the idea that he's changed his mindset. That he's more of a positive person now. You've known him for a couple of years. Have you seen that as well? Yeah, 
Yeah, man, I love that guy. We sit, uh, we're a locker mate, so we sit next to each other every day, and we always talk and stuff. And yeah, I mean, he's done a great job. You know, obviously, um, with the, you know, just how the past been so far, it's just great to see him. You know, not worry so much, just go out and play and have fun. And I really feel like that's just going to help him in the long run. It's not, you know, putting any unwanted pressures or anything like that on yourself. And when I see him go out there and make plays and just have fun playing football, you know, it's only beneficial to this team. And so he's done a great job, and he's just only going to get better and better. David Morgan, uh, Vikings tight end, joins the Power Trip Morning Show every Monday after Vikings games, and he joins us now. David, you seemed as surprised as the rest of us did by the dead arm dance. <laughs> yes, I loved it. But did you have so, any uh, idea what it was? No idea. I, apparently, I, I want to say we were, I don't even know, we were in the locker room or something. Or maybe we were, no, we were on practice. And we looked over and Kirk is just like kind of doing that dance at practice. You know, we're all out there just being stupid in warm-ups and stuff when we're stretching. And they always have music playing and we're always dancing. And so I guess Kirk was just kind of doing that. We were just laughing at him. And then in the locker room today before the game, he was like, first touchdown, you know, we're going to do the, the dead arm dance. Like, I don't care what you do, just make sure your arms are dead. So he just kind of started doing it. So he just kind of started doing it. And so it was just one of those things that we were just like, we just thought it was so so funny whenever it happened that we had to show the world it. <laughs> you guys started 2-2 two and two last year and then went on an eight-game winning streak. Can you put something together like that on this team? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, obviously we know we have the guys on the, both sides of the ball that, to, to accomplish that. But, I mean, at the end of the day, we just had to go out and take it one game at a time. Um, we've done a great job thus far of, you know, getting after some people and playing a full full game of full game of football, offense, defense, and special teams. And especially this past game, we did a great job of that. And so I think if we continue that, you know, the sky's the limit for this team, and we have a good chance to win a lot of football games. And you're going to New York. I'm trying to think, is this your first time ever playing football in New York City this weekend? This will be, yes. This is my first time. Uh, it's pretty exciting, man. Uh, a whole different style of lighting and uh, and news and, and uh, attention and everything in the big city, huh? No doubt. Yeah, I'm excited to go there and check it out. They got a lot of family coming into town, so um, it'll be a good game. I'm, I'm really excited. Looking forward to it. Well, and good news for you. Sauce is not making the trip, so feel free to drop that towel. Man, I'm sad. I'll be well, there if must, you want a hug. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I'll a, be there too. Yeah, maybe we, we can, can all, just do like a three man hug. Yeah, maybe Done. Ben and, and Chris and you can have a three man yeah. hug. And again, the towel placement is completely up to you, David. Uh, good luck all against right. the Jets, man. We'll talk to you next week. Awesome. Thank you all so much. Yeah. See you, buddy. Hey, you know, Ben? You hugged him in a towel. He does. And, and they talked oh, about I heard him talking about it. That's what I wear to the games, just yeah. a towel. Hmm. Uh, hey, Ben? He hugged me. Um,. I thought way too much about this because I really liked the interview that Greg did with uh, Laquan after the game. Did you hear it? I did not hear it. It's pretty interesting. I heard it. Uh, Laquan actually said, you know, I had a tough upbringing. And I got to tell you, um, being around guys and and, uh, and having a support system is something I wasn't used to. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to figure out how big of a, an important thing a positive attitude is. It's really, really a good uh, um, interview. And a really uh, thoughtful, uh, deep interview for a post-game locker room kind of thing. It was. And Ben, I, I can say this as a guy that I, I heard it. Uh I think it's twofold because you could say Laquan deflected some of the blame, right? He basically said, I didn't have the support system I needed when I first got into the league. So he kind of, at first, I thought he was going to go down the route of, it was not my fault my career got off to a bad start. I just, I didn't have people around me that were helping me. So it sounded like he wasn't going to take responsibility for it, but it, I mentioned this on Fanline. You can have both, yeah. right? You, you, the truth you, is the truth. Right. You can have. Yeah. Laquan deflecting and pushing the blame on somebody else, but also his statement be true that maybe he is in a better spot now. Maybe he is surrounded by people that are 
more encouraging and positive and helping him as opposed to two years ago. It, maybe both are true. I still I still wish he would have stood up a little bit more and said, "Yeah, that was on me. I wasn't ready. I wasn't I wasn't mentally prepared to be a professional athlete. I didn't know how it worked." Because he also said with Greg that he's watched Diggs and Thielen be professionals every single day the last couple of years, mm-hmm. and now he truly understands how it works. So maybe it was he was naive. A little too cocky, maybe wasn't willing to work the right ways, didn't have the right support system, wasn't really willing to accept the responsibility maybe of being a professional athlete. All of that is probably true, but yeah, he did kind of cut up in a vein yesterday with Greg. I, I think all of that's true. Go ahead. And, and if I may add to that, because I, the one thing that I will say that he did do is, as well was he mentioned at the very beginning of that statement, um, kind of, I, I was reading between the lines perhaps what I wanted to hear, but basically what he said was, I was, a, I was a high draft choice that everybody thought was going to be a big deal. You know, everybody thought I was going to be huge. You got Diggs who's undrafted. I, I should say you got uh, Thielen undrafted. Diggs in the fifth round, and I watched them have to work to earn their spot. And I figured I learned a lot on that. You know what I mean? That's kind of what I took from it. Mm-hmm. There's, I, I think there's lots of layers of like you were saying, Corey, maturity. You know, when they talk about, you know, when the buzzword is for young guys that like, well, he's young, he's got to mature. He hasn't quite figured out how this game works yet. I think you're seeing that Laquan Treadwell, now the story's not completely done with him, but he is a microcosm of what that means, right? When when people and, and GMs and coaches kind of talk about players, they can be at any position, but these new rookies that come out, and they might have successful college careers, and they're like, yeah, he just doesn't get it yet. This is sort of what they're talking about, is they think they have it figured out, and you don't know what you don't know. And everybody goes through this in any profession, right? Mm-hmm. You think you know something, but you don't know what you don't know. Um, I think so many, you know, in the business world, you you could be the the valedictorian of your college, of your business school, or what have you, and be the top of the class. And you walk into Goldman Sachs, and you think you've got it all figured out, and you realize that I don't know what I don't know. Like I, I don't know crap. And all these people that had to work and grind, and maybe didn't, weren't top of the class, like. There's a learning curve, and it doesn't matter where you're drafted or where you're selected or how you're hired. There's always a learning curve, and some people figure it out faster than others. And um, I think you're starting to see him start to figure out. And I also see that from a, you know, not trying to psychoanalyze him, but through this story and other stories that he's talked about in the past, he is a thinker. You know, I think he does do a lot of self-reflection. I think he he is a analytic, very analytical person in his own mind, but I also think that can also be his biggest detriment. That can be a trap because part part of being a ball carrier in the NFL, you have to creatively think. You're you're more of a you're more of a point guard on a on a basketball court than anything else. When the ball gets in your hands, you just got to go create. And I think sometimes he wants to in a linear linear fashion, run the right route exactly how it's been taught. But if you watch Thielen and Diggs, they'll run the right route, but there's a lot of creativity within that route. There's a head nod, there's eye movement, there's a hip move, there's a shoulder move, there's a there's a lean into the into the defender. There's a way that you place your foot. And and I think all of that he's starting to pick up on the nuance and the creativity of it. And I think that's starting to let him play free. But I think Ultimately, when he gets in a bind, he overthinks things, and that's where he gets stuck. How important was Kirk Cousins' reaction to Laquan's dropping, causing the interception? Because if you remember as well as I do, Kirk was the first person saying, don't worry, I'm going to come back to you again, and he did go back to him. Yeah. Well, I think that's it's really important that Kirk was able to, again, take him for what he was as a blank slate in the spring. 
And he even said that himself. He's like, and same with, with DiFilippo. He's like, I, I don't know this guy. You guys have all this negative equity built up with him. Um, I'm just going to take him for what he is. And right now he's a hard worker. He He's he's reliable in practice. Uh, he's trustworthy. And, yeah, because he has one bad one bad drop in a, in a critical part of the game doesn't mean that I'm just going to abandon him. And he did that. He came right back to him and, and tried to build his confidence back up. So, you know, that's what leadership is. And I, I think there's um, there's a lot of good timing taking place with Laquan as well, given that Flip, Flip and Cousins didn't know him prior. It is weird, though, because, again, Treadwell and Alexander have had such bad starts to their careers that they both played pretty well yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it's weird that our bar for success is so much lower than it should be for first and second round picks, right? We're talking about Laquan Treadwell just looking adequate, looking like he finally kind of belongs in the league, not a star, right? He's not putting up giant numbers. He just is playing professionally. Looks like he makes some catches, some nice cuts. It finally looks like he's decent. And for now, we'll take decent because it looked like he was going to be considerably less than decent. Yeah, and that's the unfortunate part. Given that he was a first-round draft pick, you're thinking number one receiver. You're you're thinking that he's going to be Thielen or Diggs or Antonio Brown or Julio Jones. Um but you, so there's a lot of disappointment for him to sort of settle, and that meter sort of settles right where he probably should have been, and that's more of a possession third down receiver. But if you look at it, Corey Coleman's out of the league. Yep. Doxon doesn't play. Will Fuller's always hurt. Now, granted, Michael Thomas is on the back end of that second round, but those four first round pick wide receivers, he's at least on the field. You make a great argument that you know. In the end, when we when you truly evaluate draft picks, you know, three, four years down the road, that you know, maybe he really was the best of the group as far as the total Thomas, yeah. The total package of work ethic and, and all that stuff. Because those other guys don't seem to have it. Now, I think if they had to do it all over again, and if you ask Rick Spielman who he thought was his wide receiver number one, it was probably Corey Coleman coming out of that draft. And if and if these other teams didn't make a run on wide receivers, then they probably would have gone after somebody else. But it's it's all worked out, and it, and it takes, well, I'll pump my brakes even. It hasn't all truly worked out, but it looks like it's going to work out with him. Um, also just looks like it was a bad draft class for receivers, yeah. again, outside of Michael Thomas. Yeah, right, right. Uh, Ben, are we going to see you on Thursday? Yeah, I'll see you, you guys Thursday. Oh, right on. Sweet. Uh, care to join on the after party here in a second, or you got to go? I can join. <laughs> Power Trip Podcast Network. Subscribe on iTunes or iHeartRadio. We'll uh, we'll do that in a second. That'll be posted shortly. We'll be back tomorrow, five thirty to nine. Paul Allen is next on the fan. To listen back to a podcast of today's show, visit the Power Trip Morning Show channel on the iHeartRadio app, or go to kfan.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.